How'd you start your page? Man, like I said, I was just riding around and like, man, saying Memphis had a lot to offer and I just wanted to start something that uh, was more positive for the city. That's a good outlook, man, because there's so much bullshit and negativity out there. And to have an outlet where you can post funny stuff and also stuff that shows a good side of the city is something that needs to be more emphasized. Because, like, the news doesn't even do that. No. Because I remember I used to date this girl, and she worked for Channel 3. And we were doing something. We do stuff for the homeless sometimes. Well, now we're just going to be start more predominantly because we got a 501c3. But uh, I had asked her, I said, you know, we want to do something for tampons because I found out that a lot of homeless women don't have access to that, which I didn't even think about. <laughs> and so she was like, yeah, I can reach out to them. But she's like, I don't think they're going to go for it because it's not hard hitting news. Mm-hmm. That's just sad, man. Like you want to do something good. But if it doesn't like sell dollars with advertisements, they're not about it. Exactly. And see, like with a page or a podcast, something like that, you kind of have your free will to do whatever you want to do. Um, like you, like you said about the uh, women in tampons. Uh, my wife ended up doing a project with uh, Union Mission, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Man, I'm gonna have to do something one day where uh, we collect socks and drawers yeah. for, for for the men." I was like, until the guy explained, I was like, "Man, you don't even think about you live in a house, so you're like, man, I change socks and drawers every day, so that's a problem I don't have to worry about." But like, yeah, I it's like it, we're kind of ignorant to stuff that we don't know about. And it's kind of like uh, they always say, like, if you're in the military, they, they always tell you to protect your feet. And uh, we had a guy that he he owns um, Tennessee Roots. It's a CBD company. Yeah. They were uh, sunny with them the other day. Yeah. They're, they're very nice people. And uh, he was a veteran, a veteran. And he said like he was off somewhere off of Sycamore View. And apparently it's a camp city, a tent city deck back there, mm-hmm. which I didn't know it even existed. And he was like he asked them what some of the stuff they needed. And one of the main things they asked for was socks. Mm-hmm. So um, I called him the other day talking about Sonny and um, he called me back and he said they, we, when him and his girl, a wife, I mean, or girlfriend, I can't remember which one it was. They went out there to just check on the people again. They were moved. They all, the only thing left behind was trash. So I guess the city like, or somebody moved, Hey, you guys can't be here and then force them off. Oh, okay. But he was saying, I mean, the way, I mean, the, when I was talking to him, I think that was like, 30, 40 people just living out there or something like that. He was trying to say, and you know, that's a lot. Yeah. Cause like Tony just said, we are, we recording this and not even thinking about this roof over our head, you know, and then you got people on the street. Not only do they have to think about where they're going to get their next meal. They got to think of where, what underpass are they going to sleep under, exactly. you know, or so they don't get rained on or, you know, whatever. Cause they're going to get out of the heat. I was talking to my coworkers about that. I was like, man, we, we complain about a lot of stuff, but I said, man, we don't have to worry about laying on the ground. I was like, I'm trying to imagine laying on the ground. <laughs> like, like that's, that's going to be hard for me. Like, man, I've been living in a house my whole life. Now I got to go out here and live on the ground. That's, you just ain't used to that. And, you know, it really bothers me when people say, oh, they can get a job. They look able to me. And it's not more. It's not just a. we need to help me to come from helping them address the issue that got them in that position. Right. Because a lot of these people probably have been homeless for a long time. Exactly. Like something happened during their when they were growing up. So they ran away and just never went back. And they've been on the streets since then. You know, we don't we don't know what what they were dealing with or whatever. That just really it just really irritates me when people say or when I see somebody. Oh, yeah, there's a beggar on, you know, when you have you seen the people at Kroger play the violin Mm -hmm. 
you know, it's cool. I don't care if it's been recorded and they're just acting like that. I don't care. If you want to give them money, give them money. If you exactly. don't want to give them the money, don't give them the money. Like, I'm not telling you to spend your money helping them if you don't want to. And don't tell me I, I'm not allowed to spend my money on helping them if I want to. I don't care where the money's going. If I see somebody out there with a kid, I'm going to give them some money. I don't care. Exactly. I, I feel that like, um, well, you know, we live in a cash app world now. So I usually don't have just loose money in the car. So if I do have the loose money, I was like, my, my son, he was like, why you get up? They got money. I was like, he outside. So you, you get the luxury of living in a house here today. So you don't understand living outside. Yeah, I think especially here in America, we don't realize how good we have it compared to other places in the world. And so, like, when you see people that are less than here, you're like, oh, you know, just do better or, you know, get a job or whatever they want to say. But if you don't have an actual address, it's hard to get a job. Obviously, that's for people that don't move. Like, uh, when I went to the Dominican Republic, um, let's see, Cuba, before they Close that off, you know, when Obama went in, they let us go to Cuba, so I took that. <laughs> but, uh, man, did you see the kids walking around with no shoes on? Like, mm-hmm. like, okay, we got it pretty good in the United States. Was Cuba, did it feel like it was, like, stuck in time? Because I heard it's nothing but, like, really old cars there. <laughs> it is. There were, like, uh, old Benzes, old 57 Chevys, old 6.4s. Like, man, I'm like, they got the best cars in the world over here. But I'm like, it's amazing they keep them running. And with no new technology now. Yeah. How long were you over there for? Uh, we stayed over there for about three, four days, I think. What was the experience like? It was pretty human. It was it was fun. <laughs> I been saying when you get over there, you see the women, they're going to be out with my wife. So I'm walking with my wife. <laughs> 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 I'm walking with my wife. So one of the, you know, they had a little, the women had a little pretty dresses on. They dressed up. So they see you coming. They Hey, poppies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And your face is probably straight ahead, right. walking with your wife. Straight, uh, and the, she's looking at you the whole time, making sure you ain't turning that eye. The funny part is later, she was following me, so I'm like, hey, leave. <laughs> <laughs> My wife picked it up, beat your ass. My wife like, tell her to leave. I'm like, I'm telling her to leave. She won't leave. <laughs> oh, God. Where all have you been? Have you been a lot of places? Uh, like I said, we came from Paris last week. Well, a week before last. Um, well, what else have we been with now? Baja, Mexico. We know we haven't been a few places. Just yeah. trying, trying to use that passport a little bit. Dude, I think, man, like, I wish more people could do that. That is one of the <laughs> best things you could possibly do. Because, like I said, it, it opens your eyes to appreciate what we have and what they have. Oh, yeah. Because, like, there's a lot of luxuries that people have in other countries, and we definitely have a lot of luxuries here. I mean, you can even just tell that. That's why so many people want to come from other countries to hear. Man, when I went to Jamaica, me and my wife, finally, finally we get off, get off the plane on the airport. You waiting for you guys. I'm like, man, who picking us up? <laughs> then you go ride through the city like, man, where they taking us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you don't ever see those parts from the movies, you know, unless it's like a part of like a drug movie or like a drug cartel movie or something, right? You only see the, the resort on commercials and TV. You, know, you, get, you, you get on that bus, you be like, oh, Memphis might not be that bad. <laughs> I always tell a story, man. I went to Tanzania. This is during the high of the pandemic, so it's 2020. And we got off the plane, did had to do the custom stuff or whatever. And then our driver was waiting for us outside to take us to our Airbnb for the night. And he's driving us, and it's no lights anywhere. <laughs> and then he starts going on this dirt road. 
And I said it before, I was like, this is how it ends. <laughs> you know, like, because there's nothing I can fucking do, man. Like, if they want to kill us, we're dead. Oh, it's like the guy with the stick. Oh. What the so we stayed in, uh, I stayed, we did like, uh, like a five day safari in different, different parks until we got the last park we did was the Serengeti National Park. But one of the ones we stayed, we seen these like glamp tents. They were nice tents. But they had these signs up saying, don't walk without a lead. Like, you have to call somebody to come over and get you because, you know, there's lions and everything <laughs> out there with you. And this guy comes and gets me so we can go to dinner. And he has a stick and a flashlight. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is he going to do with this shit, man? And then you could hear the lions, like, from far away. It's like, because you know, like, on TV, it's like, that, it's, that's, it's like a, <laughs> and you could hear that all night long, and it's like, oh my god, we're sitting ducks. I mean, if they wanted to come and get, I mean, if they wanted to kill y'all, I mean, to hunt y'all, they would could have done it, right? Easily. I mean, do those people have guns at least? Like, is that like a? I gun? only like, saw a stick. <laughs> like, how do you like the stick? Remember that video I sent you on Instagram a couple months? Like, I think it was like two months ago. I was like, I guess the stick worked. Yeah. So it was like a lion attacked somebody, and they used a the stick to hit the lion with, and the lion like ran away. Oh, okay. So maybe, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to be in that situation, getting eaten by a lion, and some guy with a. I wonder if him having a gun, I might live. You know, I guess a stick equals switch. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you, then again, honestly, these lions, these, these wild animals that live there, where they take these tourists and stuff, have probably learned if they see that stick, what's going to happen. Yeah, right. I so I don't think so, man. You don't think so? <laughs> no. It's like you know, like the gorillas and chimpanzees. You can train them to do things. Like I think maybe it's like a, they learn it over time. This is a vast land. Like there's hundreds of these lions everywhere. Yeah, and it's like I said, <laughs> your prey. Once you're, I mean, they're not going to look at you and be like, "It's just like ones at the zoo." Mm-hmm. That's, I saw this thing one day. It said, uh, "Why they lock the door if a, 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 a lion's been in the cage its whole entire life? Because it's still a fucking lion." Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. So that's debunked. No, I don't think so. The stick. The, <laughs> I was there, the, the, man. There has to be something with the stick. I, was I need there. you to go back with the stick. The stick. You go out there with a the stick and then see if they say, ah, oh, that guy's got a stick. We're going to leave him alone. I don't know. I think they may see the stick in the guy's hand and think, oh, you know what? Maybe this. I don't know. I'm going I'm to find a say. What is it? What happened? So when, did you see that video of the guy that put his, his hand in? the? Oh, there's so many videos like this. But this guy put his hand in the lion's cage at some zoo and the lion ripped his finger off. No, I didn't see that. Holy shit. And like I said, it's in a cage. No, you you know what? I'm not going to go try to debunk okay, this. Hey, Nick, I'm not going to go debunk let's this. Let's just go tell Nick, our buddy, he's a CM, CMO at the zoo. Let's just go over there and you can go stick your hand in there with a stick and see if it doesn't try to attack you. I'm telling you. Because they're conditioned because they see a fucking stick. <laughs> I'm te- like, they don't have the same kind of mind. Even people are dumb. Like people, I mean, true. people know barrier. you're not supposed to climb over that barrier and they still climb over well, that barrier. That's the worst thing. Who we t- oh, we were talking to, um, was it Genie? Yeah. So, like, you know how people climb with the thing and then they fall mm-hmm. in there and then they kill the animal because it attacked. Uh-huh. Why is it not? I mean, that animal, you're in its It's being captured. You, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. you know, and that's like the, she was saying that's like a gray area because, you know, usually once it gets the taste of it, then it's it's or something like that. You know, it's always <laughs> no, going to want to kill. She was saying that, like, I mean, no, they're always want to kill. They're killing machines. But she was saying that it depends on, like, districts. Oh, okay. So like some areas are because she's a veterinarian. And she's like some areas are like if it attacks a human, it's a automatic kill. Okay, but it's a human that one brought it over here in the first place, mm-hmm. and two jumped over the barrier that you're not supposed to jump exactly. over. Exactly. 
Yeah, I just don't understand like why they keep on, these people keep on doing this and think nothing's going to happen. <laughs> I think a lot of it maybe now is people want to do shit for the Instagram. gram. Yeah. Like those kids, those kids, I think you posted this video. It was the kids that jumped in the tank at the, the <laughs> yeah, Bass Pro. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing, man? And the best is like when the kid is running away, they follow the kid with the camera all the way to the door. I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, what are y'all going to go do? Arrest a little kid for jumping in the tank? That was probably his buddy, actually. I'm assuming it was probably one of his friends that. Oh, that was recording it? Yeah. I thought maybe it was like security footage. Like, uh, they're no, running away. Like a, yeah, I think somebody's sitting there recording them uh, mm. doing yeah. But I mean, you know, the security team there probably sees that quite a bit, you would think, right? Like, I mean, it's probably like a lot of people doing it. I don't know. I mean, that's a dumb one to do. Yeah, because what is the fun in that? You're just jumping in the water. There's not even anything in there with you. You know, I mean, there's a couple no, of fishes. There's, there's fish. Yeah. There. You know, you're young, you're going to take a dare. Like, I bet you won't do it. That so. is very true. <laughs> when you're young, man, you don't think about the consequences of stuff. Like, there's stuff that I would have done. When I was 20, that I wouldn't do that. I'm 40 now. Yeah. You know, but it just comes with age. I've been saying that's like a, a lot of stuff I post. People inbox me like, man, you shouldn't put that. I'm like, man, y'all must have forgot you were young one time. I'm like, I would say the reason we can't reach kids because we so grown. Now you got to you got to be able to touch, uh, reach and touch the kids. I'm like, you can't just be a grown up all the time because uh, you need to be able to give them the advice to know how to get to where we at. Yeah. You know? In Memphis, you know, uh, a lot of kids ain't making it to 30, 40 years old. So That's sad, man. Like, uh, it's funny, like, well, it's not funny, but people are always like, man, I'm turning 30. My life is over. <laughs> and like you said, there's some people that didn't even make it to 25 exactly. or 20 or, you know, 15. I made a post the other day or just like a couple weeks ago where it's like, oh, man, I'm getting older or something like that. It was a, a meme, you know, and I posted it. And this lady that does this kettlebell yoga class with me got on there and she goes, you shouldn't look at it like that. You should look at it that you had the opportunity to get to where you are in age. Because you know, I think she's like 65 or 70 now. And she said, you know, that's the, you should look at it like that. You know, as you get to get, because then she, she said, not everybody gets to get as old as you are. Exactly. You know, it's a blessing that you're going to be 43 next year or whatever she said. Yeah, it's like they say, it's a gift every day you wake up. Oh, yeah. And you got to choose what you want to do with that gift. Oh, yeah. You can either bitch and cry about it or be productive. And do something positive. Exactly. Say, um, man, you just got to live and have fun. Like, don't take stuff so personal. I believe, no, that's most of the trouble I believe in. Memphis, everybody take everything personal. Like, man, learn to wave stuff off. Like, forget it, man. Yeah. Somebody cut the car off. Just slow down a little bit. This guy that I was training at work this past week, he held the door open for a, for a guy because we were leaving this account. And the guy didn't say thank you. He went back in there and said, hey, man, I held the door. I was like, dude, what are you doing? Like, let it go. You you did the good thing, so it doesn't come back to you. Who cares if they didn't say thank exactly. you? I mean, that's it doesn't matter. I was like, dude, and don't get in arguments with people because they could, they're going to call where we work, and they're going to say, hey, this guy that was in Arlington or this guy that was in Kroger, <laughs> you know, they're going to say something if they if they like that. And a lot of people are like that, you know. It's that's like, the least of your concern. Some people will shoot you over some dumb shit. I know. Exactly. And that's what I was thinking. I was like, dude, let's just get the fuck out of here, man. Like. <laughs> I was like, what are you going to do? Fight the guy for over it? Man, I try not to let many things bother me. I'm like, man, when I was younger, I was stupid enough. I'm, I'm, I ain't got to be 43. <laughs> so, man, forget it. Just have fun every day. Yeah. It ain't, a, man, it ain't even, it ain't, usually it don't even be worth it. Mm-hmm. So. 
Yeah, I wonder, like, uh, some of these kids that do this dumb shit, uh, I wonder, like, do they regret it after they did it? Or are they so, like, just jaded that they don't even give a fuck? You're talking about like a serious crime? Or like, yeah, like if they shot like, somebody over something. Like, you remember, I don't, y'all probably remember this. There was, uh, like, over here off of Hacks Cross, where that, uh, I think it was at LA Fitness. Okay. So two kids got in a fight over a basketball game. Mm-hmm. Kid went inside, shot the kid. And then, you know, like, the kid died. And it's like, you killed somebody over a basketball game. Exactly. Like, I'm watching this thing on Netflix. It's about, uh, it's about the web. And these kids are What's doing this thing. I don't know. Uh-huh. But these kids are doing this thing called, like, swatting. Okay. Where, like, if you're playing, like, Call of Duty or anything like that, like, that kind of stuff is really, like, toxic as far as, like, the, uh-huh. the way they talk to each other and stuff like that. So these two guys are playing the game. And there's this kid that he became, like, notorious for swatting. Like, so, like, he's kind of like a hitman for swatting. <laughs> and uh, he started getting the high off it. Like, it was, like, his, his calling because he had nothing else going for him in his life. And so he went to jail twice for this. Okay. Like once he went to jail for the actual swatting, then his grandma told on him because he had called in a bomb threat to a news station. And then they found out who he was because of the previous. And he never changed his voice or anything like that. But he was doing stuff over voice over voice over IP, but he didn't change his voice. So that's where they were <laughs> able to track it. One of the dumbest things, you know. And so uh, his grandma was like, that's you. And she's like. She called the cops and then he got arrested and then she put a restraining order out on him. And so he went to jail for X amount of months or whatever it was. And so they come back and they let him go, but he had nowhere to go and he didn't know how to be homeless. And so he went to her house and he slept in the backyard till like six o'clock until he knew she was going to open up the door in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then he went inside the house and then that he, you know, um, Broke his restraining order, the restraining <laughs> order. So they sent him back to jail. And then he got out again. And then, uh, so this, those two guys were playing the video game. And there was a the wager on the game. Then one guy ended up accidentally killing his friend in the game. The guy got so mad. It was a dollar fifty. Oh, was the bet. <laughs> so he goes online on Twitter and finds the hitman swatter guy. And he's like, hey, I want you to swat this guy. And so he goes and he's like followed the guy that had killed the guy online. And so uh, the guy was like, fuck you, pussy. This is my address. And he sent him (laughs) the address. And so the SWAT team went to this house and it was a family there. And uh, the guy came out to the door and he ended up shooting the guy and killing the guy. Uh Come to find out it was the guy's old address. It wasn't even his current address. Oh, that's crazy. The SWAT team? Yeah, the actual SWAT, the cop. Like, yeah, that's what the swatting thing is. They these people either they want to be swatted so they can see it like on Twitch or mm-hmm. you know some kind of live stream, or somebody does it in retaliation because they're mad that they lost the game. <laughs> but like I said, it's just over a game, and that's what I'm wondering. Like now that you caused somebody to lose their life, are you still proud of your actions? The problem, like, honestly, it's if they're fucked up in the head, it's probably gonna be a case by case, you know. But then, like, on this thing, probably he's probably regretting because we're going to go to jail, you know, like for a long time now, probably. And, like, you know, like how you see the guys that do this mass shootings and stuff and they're all smiling in court and stuff like that. Like, those guys have lost re- lost touch of reality. I think there's, you know, something wrong with them in, in, in the head. So that's, you know, whatever's triggering them to do that is causing. But, like, 
it's not the gun being ac- having access to the gun right there or whatever, you know, but like something is physically wrong in their brain, chemically wrong in their brain that something when something triggers them, they lose it. And then that's what they start doing. Well, with the, the game is funny. Um, like I said, my son, seven and nine. So he, uh, my oldest son, he get upset at the game. I'm like, son, it's just a game. I'm like, you can start over. Like, why you why you mad at the game? And but I'm like, just start over. I'm like, you got another. It's gonna it's gonna start over every time. Just get better at it. But we don't know what the parents saying to kids that's acting out with the games. I'm like, like man, you got to kind of be watching the kid. Like, man, he might not need to play that because it's affecting his mind. Yeah. So as a parent, <clears throat> how has your mindset changed as far as like? Youth, man, I look at the kids like it's me. Like uh, they say, we we are children of God. So I'm like, okay, I had to, I'm gonna equate that me being like God and them being a child, and how I need to be leading and molding them. So I like, um, like oh no, I don't think God is hard on us as uh, we think he is. <laughs> you know, like yeah. church tell you, like, oh, you gonna get punched for this for this. I'm like, nah. You need to be trying to train and learn and teach them, like, okay, you did that, but you know, learn not to uh, learn to control your emotions and all that stuff. Everything, you know, it's just fun. Just live life, have fun. Don't be so serious about everything. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Like, I saw a video. It was, I, don't, I mean, maybe you posted. I don't know, but it was somebody <laughs> online, and they were talking about how like. These guys are like, yeah, I hold it down for my friend when they die, blah, blah, blah. Like if they got killed in some type of shooting or whatever, or they went to jail. But he's like, are you still going to be doing that same shit when your friend's paralyzed and you got to wipe his ass and feed him through a tube and I, stuff like I, that? I don't know if we posted it, but I, I'd seen that video. Like, But it's like a powerful video because like there is that side of it. Like, I don't know if these kids think about the part where their friend didn't die doing the thing that they did. Mm-hmm. You know, they have to live their life or their family has to take care of them for the rest of their life. And that's a I can only imagine being a parent and having to basically start over again with the baby part of the, exactly. you know, life. But, yeah, it's just it's I don't know. I just wish people could take a beat sometimes, man, and just think about their actions. Man, nobody don't want to lose, man. That's life, though. You got to learn to lose. Yeah. I would say you you can't always win. Like, bro, I'm not going to fight you just because you, you want an argument. We got into an argument, and uh, you made me look bad. And look, I just need to pull back from the situation and just, okay, I lost today. Mm-hmm. Let's, let, let's play for tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, because the only time you truly lose is when you you end up ending something that ends you. So, like, if you took somebody's life and then that that's going to affect their family's life, that's going to affect your family's life. That's a true loser in it. Like, if you get beat up or get in an argument and look like a bitch or whatever, quote, unquote, bitch. But, like, you can still walk away from that. Exactly. Like, you can't. You probably ain't going to walk away from gunshots. But these hands, <laughs> you can walk away from it. Man, I was downtown <laughs> one day. It was a buddy of mine. And uh, we were going to go. We had we had went to like a Friendsgiving and he had posted a picture. Rel had posted a picture, like I said, like Purple Diamond. So my buddy was like, hey, man, how can you tell me you're going? And I was like, oh, we were just out that way. man. I didn't think anything of it. So anyways, I ended up going downtown and I meet up with my friend. He's like, hey, let's go to the strip club. I'm like, man, I literally just left, man. Like, <laughs> I'm not I'm not 21 anymore. And so he's like, man, come on, come on. So we have a friend. She runs a strip club. 
So I hit her up and I was like, Hey, do you mind if we come out to your club? And she's like, sure. And so my buddy and I, I had parked in front of silly goose, <laughs> parked in front of silly goose. And, uh, we had walked over to blind bear and we got my friend that was, that was meeting. And we all, it was a bunch of us. We we're going to go to the strip club. And so we're walking over back to Tilly Goose again in my car, and somebody had double parked me. And so I was like trying to get out, but then I was like, I can't get out. And so my friend had went inside, and he's like, "Whose piece of shit car is this blocking us?" <laughs> and so this guy was like, I can't understand where the guy came from. Like he was heated that he was, you know, talked too bad, but he was the one that was in the wrong by parking, double parking, yeah. you know. So he came out, and he's like, "Fuck y'all," blah blah blah, and he was like going off the handle like, like some dumb shit. Now, if somebody, it could have went two ways. Like, we could have gotten a fight about it. Somebody could have started mm-hmm. shooting over what? That you parked in the wrong place? Exactly. And you got your feelings hurt that somebody called you a dumb bitch? You know, it's just like, it's not worth it at the nah. end of the day, man. Nah. Because I remember y'all were out there when all this was happening. And he had, like, a couple of friends inside. Yeah. It was, like, it was probably, like, four on four. But I don't, you know, the whole I mean, from what you say about his friends telling his friends were like, oh, "Hey, yeah, calm yeah. down." Yeah. His friends weren't about to throw blows with Tony and all them, you know, like cause they didn't, beat up because they because his his friend was acting like a, their friend was acting like an asshole. You know, so they were like, "Hey, man, you know, stop!" And he still keep on going. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't know if he was having a bad day, but and this was right around the time of the whole Young Dolph thing that just happened too. Okay, and so it's just like you already know that. There are people that, well, that's a different story, but there are people that will do some dumb shit for nothing. Exactly. You know, but I don't know, man. It's just, like I said, like it comes with age. Because I know when I was younger, man, there was a lot of times that we would get into with people that I wouldn't do that now. Yeah, all the way, all the way stupid when we were younger. Like, on that show you're watching on Netflix, um, this, what about swatting? A uh, swatting, I mean. Do they do they let y'all listen to the chat that's happening? Like you know, like when they, no, they you know how have, we were talking about online. They had other? some like some, but they didn't have that oh, particular okay. one. But I mean, they, it's just it's not good. good. It's just dumb <laughs> because I was playing. I haven't played in a while, but I was playing Madden um, a couple months ago, and. I was beating this guy, and you know, once you start beating somebody, it they, you know the attitude changes. Exactly. You know the per- other persons, but he's just like you, stupid motherfucking n word, n word, fuck you, n word. And I was like, dude, like it's a fucking I was like you know what? I just ended up muting the the my mic. I took my mic off. I was like, I'm not gonna listen to this guy. <laughs> he, hopefully, he ended up quitting the game, so I can still get credit for the win. But it, I mean, it, it went on for like 45 minutes. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> and you can hear like the words because the mic- <laughs> microphone sitting right there. And I was like, Jesus Christ, man, give it up, man. Like, I'm not going to say anything back to you. I'm just going to finish the game and call it a day. Yeah. But some of that stuff, uh, it's somewhere that um, Ubisoft makes Call of Duty, right? Or, uh-huh. Yeah. They have programs running in the chat. Like when we, when we're talking to each other, like playing the game with each other, like our friends and stuff, mm-hmm. there's words that are getting flagged by the, AI or whatever, and they, they monitor, and if you keep on, they'll boot you. They'll ban you from yeah. Call of Duty now. They don't. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. They, like we're not going to put up with racist, transphobic, any mm. of that stuff. You you will get banned. You will not be able to play from that IP address. Yeah. So, so I mean, they're getting serious about it because back like when the internet, I mean, uh, you could play online first came out. It was the Wild West, man. Like, you know, it's like kind of like Twitter is, like Tony says. I'm going to say, I don't, I don't know what's the difference. I'm like, 
when we were younger, we used to say stupid stuff, but it really didn't, you know, it wouldn't carry until like, man, it'd be a mass shooting or something now. Like, man, we just talking, man. It'll, it'll be over. Yeah. Tomorrow, we'll be cool. We might shake hands. <laughs> it ain't that now. Like, my ops, my ops. I'm like, man, man, be glad if you're living. It ain't about your ops. Well, did you see that? There's some kid. Uh, maybe, I think you did post this one. It was a kid that, like, was rapping about all the stuff that he did, like defrauding. Yeah, yeah you did. <laughs> he posted this yesterday. And it's just like, a lot of these kids are doing that dumb shit. They're like telling on themselves. Exactly. And then I didn't know this till I was listening to like, it was a no jumper podcast where they were talking about how like kids talk about like they, they smoke. They're like smoking the person that they killed. Yeah. So like they roll them up in their weed or whatever. And it's just like, what is wrong with y'all, man? Like, why is this a thing? Like one of my friends, she is always posting her weed and stuff like that. I'm like, you know, like the cops are watching this exactly. shit. I mean, you may think the government's not watching you because you're just you. They're watching everybody. Yeah. Like, I don't care. You know, and then like you got these dealers that are like having all this stuff on their Snapchat. Oh, yeah, come through. I just got a fresh. <laughs> you know, I got I got this. I got this. You know, and like y'all come through and that Debbie's post or her post. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Social media. Social media make you stupid sometimes. Like, like, dude. I'm not posting that. No. So do you get submitted a lot of stuff now or get tagged in a lot of stuff? I get tagged and stuff. I get inboxes full of stuff like, hey, man, why you didn't post my stuff? Like, it don't fit. Mm. <laughs> well, do you ever get it where somebody <laughs> thinks something's funny and then you're like, no, it's not funny? Um, I get <laughs> yeah, plenty of that, well, at least you don't have to sit there and watch it on their phone when they're trying to show you a funny video. Like, hey, look how funny this is! Like, <laughs> you know, like it's it's terrible. How much of the stuff that you get do you think like you don't post because it's kind of too fucked up or something like that? Man, I do not post fights at all because every every fight that I have posted in the past, it flag you. Like, I just got back where I could. Uh, do collaborations with people because they had flag my flag oh, my really? account and people couldn't collab with me like uh you had a fighting video on there like okay so we ain't gonna do no fighting videos called that everybody ah somebody get offended so they're gonna flag you then. so what do they do like they report the video and yeah, somebody, then face, I mean Instagram yeah report to Instagram then they're gonna send you the little email hey uh, you had a fight if this was offensive to the guidelines or whatever and you in jail. <laughs> and see, the thing that's weird, too, is the guidelines change. Because, like I said, we obviously signed a terms of agreement. But stuff that you could have posted in 2011 or mm-hmm. 2014 or 2015 is now deemed offensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, so it's like you don't know all the time when their goalpost is going to change. Exactly. So, I man, I, I post up based on uh, we human. Yeah. But like, it ain't it ain't a color human. So, uh so if it, if it's like, okay, I ain't going to put nothing on there talking about, oh, this dude gay or they trans. I'm like, nah, I ain't going to do that. I'm not like, uh, for the pride, man, I'm like, I'm like, I don't just post stuff like that. I'm like, I don't, I, my, my stuff about funny, it ain't about a certain gender or, or people. It's just funny posts. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't race based nothing. They're like, mm-hmm. just, we just having fun. It ain't, it, man, we all human. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's some of the stuff on social media is, like I said, I think a lot of times people will post it just to get attention. And, like, they don't think about um, the repercussions of it. 
look, that video, you remember the video a few months back when the dude jumped off the bridge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, I had so many uh, inboxes for that. I'm like, man, I'm not posting it. That's somebody, somebody family. I'm like, if I put this on my page, you know how many people follow this page? They're going to be like, man, unapologetic Memphis ain't got no feeling. They just, I'm like, bro, somebody family jumped off the bridge. Yeah. And, well, like, and he died. Mm-hmm. You know, like a couple of people send it to me. Oh, dude, post us. I'm like, why? Is I was like, I'm, I know what the video is before I push play because you could see the overpass, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, don't send me that. I don't want kill video. I don't, that's not my nah. thing. Like, I'm not into that. Like, man, like, I don't like watching that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, man, on the audio or something, I'm like, I, I actually hit it because I didn't see him. No, I, what they sent me, it wasn't him jumping off yet. But then I'm looking like, man, what dude doing on the bridge? Then the folk, oh, man, he ain't going to do nothing. Uh, let me go and go to work. Like what? I'm like instead of saying, uh, "Can somebody try to stop the car and say, hey, man, come down?'" We say, hey, "Let's see if he gonna jump." Yeah. And see, that's the thing too. It's like, why are people recording somebody jumping? Yeah, <laughs> like that's you need to look at that too. It's like, do you want to go viral for somebody's death? Yeah, so I'm like, man, no, nah, I want. I'm not posting that. Like, I don't need stupid. to document somebody dying. It's like that video you watched um, with a guy kill other people at the supermarket. Oh uh, yeah, remember when that guy went? I think it was like in, in somewhere in uh, upstate New York. Yeah, where he went, he like basically act like he was Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, it was on Twitter, and it, man, that, that was some wild shit. Like that's something that I don't think anybody ever needs to see. Yeah, but like, there's some people that they thrive well, off fighting that kind it. of stuff. Want to see it? Yeah. Well, it's like car accidents, though. Like they say, we always turn around and look at a car accident. Or like we watch fights. Like people love chaos. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's something in us. You know, I mean, obviously there's something in us to be able to do that kind of act. Uh, it's, a, it's a parenting, training, environment thing. Like, okay. My environment was my, my parents and grandparents and everybody were kind of like, we're going to help people. Like, yeah. if your environment ain't to help people or like, if like if your friend get into it, like you ain't ignorant. Hey man, come on, let's let's just leave it alone. We <laughs> people just want to be into all kind of drama for no reason. I remember the one of the first times I almost got in a fight in high school. It was some people that were like, "Oh, that guy was talking shit about you." I don't even know if the guy was talking <laughs> shit about me, but they just wanted to see somebody fight. Uh huh. And so they were just trying to instigate some shit. And there's a lot of people that like that. They're like instead of like you said, they're like trying to pull you away from. It, they're trying to push you into the mm-hmm. fire. And it's like, would they do the same thing for you, though? Nah, it, it, ain't, it ain't your real friend. Because um, if the situation was, was switched, they wouldn't, what they going to do? They, they're like, okay, you know you ain't going to fight, dude. Let it go, man. <laughs> it's, it's just stupid. Just, hey, man, just pull ourselves out of the situation. And uh, you might look like a punk then, but, hey. A lot Better of than, like, the alternative of accidentally killing somebody and end up in jail for it. Exactly. Man, it's just, I don't know. People, like I said, it's a lot of youth. Like I said, it's easier to to judge when you've been past that point, you know. But I just wish a lot of people could just take a minute and, and, and realize that they might be ruining their life or somebody else's life by some of the actions that they're doing. Look, I, look you have to value life, okay? I got two sons and a wife. So that's how I base my thinking on, like, okay, if something happened. Like, I got two sons and a wife. If I go to jail or get killed for something dumb, I put a hardship on them. Yeah. Fact. Yeah, true. So, like, you got to use your head. Like, man, use your head, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Those commercials. (laughs) 
I mean, it's true, though. Like I said, I mean, maybe they need more scared straight type stuff where, like, you actually can see, like, what people's life is like from doing something bad. Or, like, I've talked about this before, like, maybe if we send people from here to other countries and see how the people live, they'd be like, okay, man, why am I doing this dumb shit? Like, uh, my life is not that bad in America. No, you good, man, you good in America. I don't care what, what you pace that is is right now whatever you good in america because like it even <laughs> america how bad stuff is right now there's still people have some type of you can get government assistance mm-hmm. like when i was in africa man like there ain't none of that no nah. like people were living in huts yeah. like I, I distinctly remember one time we were going to one of the resorts and i look over out the van and they were driving us to our, our place and i look over and i see people and animals digging in the same trash for food mm-hmm. and it's like Fuck, man. Yeah, I seen that in Jamaica, Cuba, um, Dominican Republic. Like, man, when you get outside of those resorts and into the streets for real. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Like, man, people live with some bad situations. And the thing, too, is a lot of those people don't act like they're no, poor. They smiling, happy. Yeah. Like, I guess, like, okay, I'm living. And I keep thinking about this, too. Like, America is so new. So I think sometimes we forget, like, how, like, these other countries have been around for so long. So like all of the fucks up shit we're dealing with is kind of, it's kind of like an experiment. Somebody said mm-hmm. like America is just like, there's so many different cultures and all this other stuff here. You know, we have the constitution, which was written so long ago and it's outdated as fuck. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I think it's going to take time. If hopefully if we don't get wiped out that, uh, <laughs> that everything gets corrected eventually over time. Because I think when I saw this thing, Elon Musk was talking about, like, should people live forever? And he said no, because sometimes people, after they get into a certain age, they're stuck in their mindset. And those people need to die off. And I think that's what we have with America now. We got all those old men running the country like, man, y'all need to get out the way. Yeah. And they definitely <laughs> need to have term limits for some of these things. Like, I mean, for those judges and stuff like that. Like, come on now, man. Like, if... He, <laughs> There's this, there's that one guy, uh, was it Clarence Thomas? Yeah. He, he's like, yeah, he's not, he's not for the women's rights, but he doesn't want to change interracial marriage because he's interracial. So it's like he, he's okay with something when it fits his narrative, not his narrative. So like, I guess too many old men. Yeah. We were just talking about how America is so, you know, better opportunities for people. They just found a trailer. I saw this on Monday or Tuesday, a trailer full of 30, like an 18 wheeler, the yeah. trailer part and 35 bodies in it somewhere uh-huh. in Texas because uh-huh. they were smuggling them in, you know, to come, come live here or work here or whatever the coyotes were. And everyone's comments were like, well, if they did it the right way, they would be alive. I was like, no, they're, there's nothing in these towns they live in on the border. They try to come get a better life and send money back, dude. Like, they did do it the right way. That's why we're all here. Well, at least him and I. <laughs> like, I mean, that's the way. Like, if you look at black people, how are we? We were smuggled here, essentially. Yeah. I mean, we were taken from a land and then brought here. And then other people, like the founding fathers, they weren't born here. Nah. You know, it's just like, I don't know why Americans, some not all Americans, but some Americans have this elitist attitude that this invisible line that some man created like, yeah. is people, theirs. When people tell me... uh you should go back to Africa or something where nobody never has because it'd probably be ugly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm like, man, you know, when you're telling me to go back, you go back too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody's from here. 
besides the Native Americans that used to live here, the Indians, yeah. you know, they were the only ones that were from this land. Exactly. Like, people cre- were created, like, in Africa somewhere. Because mm-hmm. they say, like, the oldest fossils of in are found in Africa. And then mm-hmm. everybody went like this around the world, right, to spread out. I was thinking this the other day, how boring would it be if everybody spoke English around the world and everything was the same in every country? <laughs> it was just different countries you lived in, yeah. right? What would be the point of traveling or anything? Like, you know, they would, would they even be traveling? Would you even go anywhere? I would say you, you cross out culture then, you know. Yeah, it's just one. Everyone's the same. Well, you got to look at, like, America is basically Europe. Yeah. So, or you can look at Africa, the continent. Because, like I said, each state would be a country in another place. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then, like, prior to, like, like they say, like, Pangea before everything split open. I mean, that's why, like, there's so many different people that were, like, you found those fossils in Africa and stuff like that. Uh-huh. I mean, because, I mean, it'd be hard to, like, swim <laughs> all that water to come here, you know. But, uh, I don't know, man. It's just, people are funny, man. Like, they just, they just don't think... They only live in their their POV, I think. That's, that's exactly correct. I've been saying, um, like you said, people need to travel. I was like, going out of the country was the best thing for me. I was like, man, you know, I knew America was good, but like, it's just like, okay, we we way good compared to <laughs> you going to Cuba and you go, you go to the restroom ain't a ain't a place to sit on it or nothing. You just like, shitting in a hole. Like, how you use this restroom? I'm not using it. <laughs> Yeah, I, when I went to, I had never seen one of those before. When I went to Africa, the, we said that Airbnb, and the lady's like, do you want to use the Asian toilet? Or the, what the fuck is an Asian toilet? And it was like a hole in the ground. And I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> I remember I remember growing up in South Africa uh, at, my, uh, at my aunt's uh, dry cleaner. They had a really big dry cleaner, which was run by fossil, I mean, uh, coal, you know. Uh-huh. And we we would spend a lot of time there. And... I, I don't know why I remember this, but I remember shitting in a hole. <laughs> and that's where we shitted. And that was it. And then you went, you know, you cleaned and you went inside. And, that was, and then it, she didn't have, like, the nice, like, a sit-down toilet. Yeah. You peed in the hole, you shit in the hole. Everything was, and I was like, <laughs> what is, and I, I don't know why I still remember this. And I brought it up to my mom the other day. And she's like, where they lived was about 60, 70 miles away from, like, the closest city. Like, okay. the decently sized city, Johannesburg, or something like that. And that's why they were, they were like rural uh, South Africa, pretty much. Oh, okay. I will say this about their toilets. A lot of countries over there, they do use, use bidets, which I think that a lot of Americans should adopt. Yeah. They, they, they right. got that going. <laughs> they got that going for them. Like, we're kind of getting like, I, like, especially a lot of podcasts, like, uh, promote like tushy is like a bidet or whatever, but I think Americans need to adopt that. Oh yeah, when you were just wipe it like like I remember listening to Howard Stern one day and he was like, if you had shit on your hands, would you just wipe it with uh, a paper towel or are you gonna use water to wipe that shit off your hands? <laughs> and it's like it's true, man. Like if you're just gonna wipe your ass with a fucking sheet, you ain't gonna get it all off. No, man. musty ass, man. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking at me, man? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, are the bathrooms and stuff smaller? Over in Africa, because you know you're we used to like a bigger space and stuff like well, that. I stayed you know? at I stayed at hotels. Oh, okay. So, so they probably catered to well, like, like the Air- travelers. The Airbnb. I remember the one the Airbnb we stayed at. It had it had the toilet in where the shower area was at. So like it was all one. Oh. So there was a sink, open, like a freestanding shower, and then the toilet was in there too. 
Like in the same thing where yeah. you pee and yeah. I was watching a video. That's I'm asking this because I watched a video on like Thailand. It was like you know like a two minute little like Airbnbs you can rent, and the bathroom looks so little. I was like, how the fuck do people fit in? There? And then I remember the people live that live there are so much smaller than most I, of us. I, let's say I can't remember the name of the hotel we stayed at in Paris, but it was small. Like man, like this bed ain't that big. Yeah, like you know, like <laughs> we're getting bigger, but the rest of the world they're staying the same size. I guess. No, nah, I would assume like everybody's getting bigger. So, I mean, like a lot of American food is going to other countries too. Like you can get McDonald's pretty much yeah. anywhere. Not in Russia. Well, you used <laughs> no, to be just able to. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, even though, if you think about it, like some houses here used to be so small, mm-hmm. like a lot of houses used to only have one bathroom. Yeah. Well, then remember when we lived with Sachi John? Remember the closet? Was this like one of the bedrooms and the, the closets in the bedrooms were like tiny? Yeah, you could only hang up like ten things, and I was like, "What the fuck is all so little?" And he's like, "Dude, this house was probably built like 80, 90 years ago." Well, you have y'all ever been to uh, the Burkle House, uh, Slave Haven? No, no. Where is this at? Uh, oh man, I don't know the address, but it's like it's downtown. Oh, it's uh kind of by Grind City. Some yeah, by the brewery. Yeah, it, go and look at that. I'm telling you, like uh, they were showing like when they were smuggling slaves or whatever. And they they show you like the spots where they were having like man people were much smaller <laughs> back when they were doing I guess during slavery I'm like yeah. man people were way smaller really and what's the place called uh, Slave Haven so they like it's, it Slave Haven it's a house yeah See, I, I know what you're talking about I've never been to it man I went for I think we had a family reunion years ago and I'm like man I was like people were much smaller I was like to be able to sneak sneak a person and he fit in that little small space you had to be very small. Mm. Wow, I did not know that. So that's the thing, like, that's good about your page and stuff like that. You're going to highlight stuff that most people that lived here forever don't know anything about. Like, I lived here forever. I never heard of slicing. Look here. Heard of what? Slicing. What the fuck is that? The no. pool jumping, man. You were just talking about it. <laughs> oh, I thought it was this kid's jump. It's called, so it has an actual name. Yeah, they call it slicing. Oh, I thought it was this kid's having fun jumping in the pool. Nah, it's called slicing in Memphis. Yeah, I never Damn. heard of that before. <laughs> All right, now I learned that too. Thank you. So, how long has that been around that you know of, at least? Man, forever. Really? It, it, like I said, with uh, social media and people want to know more about Memphis. And man, we've been calling it that stuff forever, but it's never been anyone that just kind of like put it out there, like, all right, this is what we call it. It's what we do. That's when I started doing like all the definitions and stuff, like of the words we Yeah, know. I see those. I like those. So, uh, like, you can't be unapologetic to Memphis if you don't kind of define some of the things we do. Yeah. So, um, what is your what is your plan for the page? Like, what do you see? Do you want to be like a bar stool or like a? Uh, I remember seeing there's a there's a page in Atlanta. I think it's called like ATL Scoop. Mm-hmm. Uh, like where they they kind of just show like. A lot of it's kind of fucked up shit in Atlanta, like cars on fire, people <laughs> riding on top of cars and shit like that. Or like I said, do you want to be more like a bar stool where they just show like fun stuff uh, or a hybrid? Kind of a little of everything. And like, it's going to be some good. It's going to be some bad. Like I get some people like, hey, man, you need to take that down. That's negative. I'm like, I'm like, it's Memphis. I'm like, everything is not going to be positive. Uh, so I start putting a disclaimer <laughs> post up like mm. everything may not be for you. So yeah, 
No, just do put- you feel like you have to just do what you feel like doing? Because if you start listening to me, outside influences is not what your vision was. Pretty much. I'm like, um, it's, it's the idea that I came up with. Like I said, um, I think um, that's why I started exploring Memphis more. My wife, I think she had read a post I put on Facebook or something on my personal page. And she was like, uh, I said, man, if everybody treated Memphis like they treated when they go to Atlanta, Philadelphia, I said, when you, when you go out of town, you try to explore new things. Nobody don't try to find out nothing new in Memphis. But if you're Memphis, oh, we ain't got nothing to do. I said, we got too much to do. Mm. You just got to go find it. You can't go to the same spot every weekend and say, yeah. hey, this is all we got to do. No, we got plenty more to do. You just have to explore. Yeah, that's kind of like we had a guy <laughs> on here. He runs a page called Food Drink Culture. And uh, that's what he's trying to do like, as far as like highlight different bars and restaurants and stuff like that. And I know you've even done that, too, where you show because I think I, it was your page that showed that I think it was a tequila place or in South Haven or Olive Branch. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I saw that video on your page. And I was like, the place is fucking nice, man. I didn't yeah. even know it existed until <laughs> I saw your, your page. So it's like that's kind of the stuff that we need more of. Like, especially for businesses now, like a lot of business, especially during the pandemic or since the pandemic happened, a lot of people are struggling to get foot traffic in their place. So if they have an outlet like you to show new stuff or other stuff to just the core of like Bill Street or, you know, whatever to do, there's there's definitely more. Like you said, there's more options. And like you said, I've I've said it. I think we've all said, oh, there's nothing to do. But there is, like you said. You just gotta skip, step outside your comfort zone. Man, it's a ton of stuff downtown that you just—if you just walk around downtown—it's so much stuff. Like, man, I didn't know this stuff was down here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know a place downtown that's like absolutely murdering it right now. That Sage Place, man. Oh, okay, yeah. Right across from Blind Bear, that place is just on fire. Bill Bellamy was there just there the other day, mm-hmm. hanging out. But yeah, I see their posts quite a bit, and being there. They're always got some new hot DJ playing or whatever, you know, or they're collabing with some other business or radio station. They got. It just seems like they found the formula and they're yeah. winning with it right now That's in their right. spot. You gotta find your, you gotta find your lane. You find your lane, you stay in it. Like, have you been to that speakeasy that's in front of the tailor shop? I think it's next to one seventeen oh, Prime. Uh, the pocket or whatever. Yeah, I've yeah. See, I've never been in there either. Like I forget about stuff like you know. And then, I think they have it where it used to be you had to be like a member, but now I think the top floor you're able to go yeah. into, yeah, without being a member. I think you got to be a member to go downstairs. I mean, I mean, we made a post on that like um, I think last week or whatever. Oh, like, okay. Got, they had got the secret door or whatever, and you go. Mm-hmm. And then there's a place um, right there across from Redbird Stadium. I forget the name of it. Something Crow, I think. But like it's a badass new little spot. Okay. When I was in there, it was only like. Two other people, you know, it's like nine <laughs> o'clock at night, and you, you would think it'd be jumping because of its location right across from Redbird Stadium with a game going on. Yeah. But man, it was it was nobody in there. Well, since the page been growing, I've been trying to uh, get people like, "Hey, man, you might well promote it here," because a lot of people see new stuff here. And yeah, man, I have so many people like, "Man, I didn't know this was here, this was here, this was here." Yeah, I'm like, man, that's the purpose of the page, like to kind of inform you that there's a whole lot of stuff here, but. Nobody's really advertising that. Like, like y'all want business, but you're not putting it out to the people. Yeah, like I said, you gotta you gotta have an outlet to get your information out there, and especially if you have eyeballs already, why would they not go to you? Yeah, so. to promote. I think some people sometimes their ego gets in the way. They're like, oh, I can do it myself, man. The lit promo charge you're gonna pay me, and you you gotta 
large business. You know how many people come? I'm like, bro, put it, put it here, and you're going to get too much business. Pretty much like uh, when the Grizzlies did the um, fourth bluff. I got a partner work with the Grizz. He was like, man, when you start posting about the fourth bluff, it just went crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, I know. I was like, um, like the first post I made, we went to the first uh, watch party down there. Mm-hmm. So um, the streets, they didn't close the streets off. Like, okay, it's fun. It's cool. So everybody was like, man, I didn't know they go on down there. The next game they had, they had to block the street off, put food trucks in the street. And everything. I'm like, Dude, there was a lot of people at that <laughs> at those man, and your pay your stuff was the first one I knew about it, and then I would see like videos of like all the people having fun, all the different things going on, and the game going on. I was like, this is cool as shit. Man, it, to me, it's almost better than the game. I'm like, man, it's, it's real cool. Yeah, like good good vibes are what we need, man. Like I said, there's there's gonna be good and bad in every city, but if you start highlighting more good. Maybe more good will be brought from that. Exactly. And like I said, the majority of people that follow the page hear about it, man. The average person is not trying to go out here and kill somebody. The average yeah. person just want to have fun. No altercations through the day. <laughs> Let's get back home. Yeah. Yeah, like, because I, I know, like, um, I've been seeing a lot of people been posting about how, especially like downtown, how like there's been a lot of break-ins and cars and stuff like that. And I just wonder, one, why people are doing that. And then, two, why is the city not doing more about it? And I know um, a lot of people, <laughs> even though I don't know why you leave your gun in your car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but a lot of the break-ins come from people getting breaking in and getting the guns or whatever. Like, man, why would you leave your gun in your car? You know, you know, you know that's what people breaking in the car are doing, stealing your weapon and stuff like that. Well, it's like the police, what, I forget, the new police director we have, her car got broken into and her gun was in there, you know? She was, it's kind of like, you the police, like, you should know not to leave your gun in there, you know? Like, but I don't know, like, because they were just talking about, like, there's a big push for, make sure you don't leave your gun in, and then, like, a week later, her car got broken into and they stole her gun. (laughs) Well, I think she even had hers locked up, and they still got it. And I think they broke into her house, too. She just bought a new house, and they Mm -hmm. broke into her house. I don't know. Like I said, it's sad that, like I said, we talk about how other countries have it so bad and we have it so good. But then, like I said, there are certain people here that are unfortunately taken out of necessity. Yeah. And that should not be a thing. Like I said, there's always going to be shitty people. But I think some people do it are doing it to for survival. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to 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 feel a certain way because like you said, you know what it's like to have luxuries. Most people operate off. Um, we we talk about people that grow up in the hood. Everybody trying to do the same thing and be the same person. Like, man, you don't have to be the same person because your cousin, a drug dealer or your brother, you don't have to be that. I have been say there's more opportunities out here for you to be. You don't have to be a basketball player, a uh, football player, whatever. Man, they, it's a pilot shortage. <laughs> Yeah, they need more nurses and doctors in the hospital. Like, man, everybody don't have to be a thug. Yeah, they're paying. A, you have to be under the oldest you can be is thirty to apply for this job. The air traffic controller job, mm-hmm. hundred and thirty thousand dollars a year. Now, I don't know how hard the job is or whatever. I'm just saying that's a lot of money, man. You yeah. know, like if I was not thirty, 
I'd probably consider that, you know, like, I mean, I'm way too old, but like, <laughs> it's just, that's a, that's a, you know, if you're 28, 27 years old and you didn't go to college and you can go, you have a high school degree, you can apply for that job and take tests and get that and become that and make that much money. I'm just saying, people, this is how people operate. If you do something every day, you get good at it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, if you go, if you work at a warehouse every day, you're going to be a good forklift driver after a while. Yeah. So if you, if I'm learning how to fly a plane, if I do this every day or train for this every day, I'll be a great air, air pilot. So do you notice like a lot of people here in town since you've been doing the page that are in a place of position or power? Uh, what am I trying to say? Like a leader, city leader? Yeah, they're like in a, a position of power that maybe want to collab with you to show people what they can achieve instead uh, of the other things like you just mentioned, like X, Y, Z, you got to, you got to do this to get out or, you know, you got to sell drugs to, you know, make money. There's other outlets. I actually uh, made a post about ceasefire in Memphis or whatever. The other, but I think a week ago, need to start doing more, more on average. And people start reaching out like uh, some people from the city, I, sp- I spoke with Hill 901 the other day, and uh, people just want, you know, they're trying to connect with us to do more positive things, to show people more positive things in the city. And the Hill 901 people do a whole lot in the city, like in the in the bad neighborhoods or whatever. So, like, yeah, people reaching out to try to connect. And then, like, I had the politicians reaching out trying to promote on it. Like, uh, I don't promote politicians because I don't know what's your objective. Yeah. And, you're only trying to holler at me because it's time to vote or whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, because uh, I think it always starts at one. So, like, if one of us does something good to help somebody else, maybe that will make the other person want to help somebody else once they reach a certain level. So, like I said, like, if you can help, like, some type of even mentorship for kids or just show kids that there's more to life than the path they possibly are going on, that might change the trajectory of the way Memphis is going yeah so like i said the page is for the help Memphis. period that was the whole purpose like show you new things and just be more positive and if any organization come out like i like i put on the post i'm like if you want to connect with us holler at me we can sit down and talk about it and uh we can put out a plan to try to make everything a little a little more safer i say yeah because i remember you made a post it was about who's doing stuff in the city and i end up tagging our friend Milton in it, like he does a link up Memphis, like where he like gets people together and stuff like that. He's also part of the tourism board or whatever, but it's just like, you need, that's the stuff that kind of needs to be highlighted too. And like you say, you're already doing that, which is a good thing instead of, it's not just, you know, kids jumping into a tank. <laughs> you know, it's, it's also people trying to do good for the city. It's you go, like I said, I post a variety of what's going on in Memphis and, um, I try to make it, um, where everybody can understand it. Like, uh, it ain't just, like, um, it ain't just black people following the page. It's everybody in the city, like, like, oh, okay, dude, dude ain't trying to put a color on what he do. It's just trying to make it, hey, we all can get along if we just, we spoke, you want different people. You don't want everybody to be just yeah. like you. Mm-hmm. Like you said, if, if everybody spoke the same language, we wouldn't have a culture. Or yeah. No like you, you need everybody need to be different. You need it bring different bring different seasons yeah. into the city. Yeah, because it's just like uh, they always say, like food brings us together. So like if if you can have a conversation with somebody instead of like we saw this a lot during like 2016 and now 
where like if you were one side, either red or blue, you were the asshole to that person. Instead of just having a conversation and being like, I feel this way, why? Instead of being like, you're a fucking idiot for voting for that person or mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, I've never seen anybody get a conflict by a fight. You can you can wipe somebody out and yeah. then take over like Genghis Khan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not going to be peaceful, man. Like, that's the, that's the wrong way of going about doing things. So, yeah. You know, that's our division, red and blue. Like, man, we people. Yeah. <laughs> it's all man-made bullshit, man. Some guys a long time ago said... These are two parties. Which team do you want to be on? It's not sports. Yeah. You know, and like there's like, people, there's people that are literally dying over what? Something that somebody made up. Exactly. Even with religion, I'm like, man, there's too much division in the United States. I'm like, we serving a God. Everybody got a different look at it, but you're supposed to be serving the same God. Like, well, Okay, you call him Allah. I call him Jesus or whatever. You're serving the same person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's just like the like if you just want to go down to the basics, just go to the golden rule. Just do unto others as you want them to do unto you. That can that can solve a lot of problems. Yeah. Because like I said, if you don't want somebody doing some fucked up or heinous shit to you, then don't do that to them. Just just respecting people. I respect people. Like, okay, I'm, I'm not mad at you if you think something different than me. If we if we have a talk and you say something different than me, I'm not going to be ready to fight you. He's like, ah, oh, man, he's he dumb. He thinks that. I'm like, bro, that's how he thinks. He's he an individual. I'm supposed yeah. to think the way I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's, like y'all said, I think it would be boring if everybody thought the same. So you have to have differences of opinions. Like, I don't think I have any friends that I agree with everything that they say. <laughs> like, imagine being around yourself 24-7. Yeah. That would get old eventually. You hate you. Like, it, it would be like uh, like when, like, super celebrities have like, a bunch of yes men around them. Ah, uh, yeah. And it's like, and they let you do some dumb shit because they don't want to, one, probably lose their cash cow. And it's just like, you know, you would eventually be in, like, an echo chamber. Where it's just like, oh, man, I can't do any wrong. And then you step outside of it and you meet some other people and your feelings get hurt because they said something that you don't agree with. And then like, you, what do you want to fight them over it? Yeah. What if R. Kelly had one partner that said, <laughs> hey, hey, kills. Yeah, yeah. That ain't cool, man. Yeah, man. And uh, instead of just, hey, man, we getting this money. Man, we living good. Mm-hmm. You just need one partner to say, hey, man, this ain't cool what you're doing, man. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> yeah. And that's a wild. That guy got away with that for a long time, too. Look, how many man. friends you had to have to just be yeah. seeing this and like, oh, well, that's normal. No, nah, that is not normal, man. <laughs> what, did, what, did he just get, what did he just get sentenced to? Like what 60 human years? Human trafficking. Or, like a long time. Right? Well, 30 that, years. That was just in New York. I think that was like 31 years. Or <sighs> that's just New York. He ain't even been to Chicago. Damn, man. That guy was on top of the fucking world. That's the thing, though. I think, like, when you have people surround you or you reach a certain level where you get the status, you just think that everything's given to you. Like, everything's owed to you. You got to have somebody to hold you accountable. Yeah. My wife, she go, you know, she going to always say, hey, I don't think they're smart. I still might do it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you you definitely need somebody to to rein you in sometimes. And I think there's a lot of people that ride in this world solo 
unfortunately, and they don't have that. So that's why sometimes they do some of the actions that they do do. Yeah. So like I said, I got a couple of partners. They you know I run stuff by. I'm like, you need somebody to hold you accountable. That's that's not stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like get some of your serious friends to be like, hey man, that ain't smart. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially if you have something to lose. Like if you're, you're you're building something up, you see it now all the time. Like all these people that they 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 built this career, and then they write some tweet. Yeah, then they kill everything. Yeah, and it's like you wasted everything you built over over two hundred fifty characters or less. I would say you got to be careful with that so, social media peer. Like man, like I said, even even with what I do, like I kind of had to watch. Like I said, I had to monitor what I put out there because people were like, hey man, you. You got this much influence on people, so you need to be putting like. I didn't think I was. And I said, "Y'all made me the influence." I was like, yeah. I'm. Yeah, it's weird. Like I said, when we first started doing this, like we were just talk. It was just talking, and then I'll go out sometimes, and people were like, "Oh yeah, you said this," and I'm like, "Fuck, people actually do listen." Yeah. And so <laughs> then you're like, "Oh man," but you don't want to get to the point where. You're censoring yourself, but I think if it's one of those things, if you have to think in your head and be like, should I say that? Then you probably shouldn't say that. Yeah. Like if you're willing to say it and you're willing to stand on it, fine. That's one thing. But if you, if you say it and you kind of like, man, should I post this? Should I not post this? Then probably don't post it. Yeah. Yeah. If you got to think about it, like you probably don't need to post it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Especially like with the guidelines too. Like there's some stuff I post on Instagram. That I definitely wouldn't post now. Um, and there's stuff that I posted that get, that's getting flagged. <laughs> From like I, years ago. Yeah. But some of the stuff I've posted that I've gotten flagged for is not even, like, they'll consider it nudity. One time I posted, a, it was a video of some dough that looked like an ass shaking. <laughs> and the algorithm thought it was an ass. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not an ass. And they're still, they're like, nah, we're going to flag you for that. <laughs> Did you, uh, is this the one you couldn't uh Go against, like, do you agree? or? Well, for the accept? longest time, I didn't know you could actually challenge it. Yeah. I would just accept it. But then I realized you can. So, so I've won some. But most of them that they flag me for are just stupid, man. Gotcha. But, I mean, it's their platform. You know, you sign up for it. So, you know, you kind of have to abide by the rules. But Yeah, I can't go live on Facebook or Instagram. Not that I no, ever did. Because a couple of posts from, like, one post is from 2014 and another one's like, <laughs> I was like, well, I don't remember posting that. Like, but okay, you can't, I couldn't challenge it. We've decided to, oh, whatever, man, for like 30 days. I was like, I don't go live. So, joke's on you. I'm still going to post my shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't really use the live either. Mm-mm. Yeah, I remember I posted something one time and they thought it was suicidal. <laughs> and uh, they, bland, they, they blocked me from going live and I was like, you're probably just protecting themselves because they yeah. maybe think I might kill myself on then, live because people have done that. And then people will sue Facebook, like your family or something, you know. Yeah, so it's more of a PR point on there. But like I said, it I you got to look at it. It's their platform. But on the flip side, they wouldn't have advertisers if it wasn't for us on those platforms. That's, you asked what the page want. That's kind of like where I wanted to head to. Like, okay, let us have our own thing. Yeah. Of- Instead of we had to use the Instagram, why can't we have our own? Well, I did see that there was a, I don't know if it was an Instagram, but there was something, oh, it's a, it's an Amazon. It's an Amazon for predominantly black owners. Oh, okay. 
So I don't, I'm sure there's going to be eventually like a Instagram or a Twitter or something like that for other people because a lot of these companies are run by predominantly white guys. And like even like when they do like their filters and stuff, for the longest time, the filters wouldn't pick up brown skin. Like if you did a filter on a thing, it wouldn't pick it. But if you're next to somebody lighter, it picked them up. I remember that when remember when they used to do the like not us personally, but like people try to put a filter on when they took a picture of you. Yeah, and or like it wouldn't pick you up or whatever. And they did it with me. Sometimes they didn't pick me up. But they did it with like two white friends. It would pick them up both up. Right? Like it just it was like damn, fuck this thing. But that's like you. That goes back to the point where you were talking about how kids don't just need to be. A basketball player or a football player, they could be an engineer, a developer, exactly. software. You know, so they can develop stuff for them. Because I saw this this clip of it was Denzel Washington talking, and he was like, "Why did you have a black director for?" I don't remember the movie it was. I'm, I know exactly what you're talking about. And he's like, "Culture, it's culture." What he's movie like, was it? I don't remember the movie, um, but like he was like Martin Scorsese could have done uh, Schindler's List, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Steven Spielberg could have done Goodfellas mm-hmm. or whatever. But he's like, Martin Scorsese knows about being Italian, American or Italian. And uh, Steven Spielberg knows about being a Jewish person. So it's like, you know, you have to kind of fit that mold. So mm-hmm. that's the same thing like with these algorithms or these filters is that somebody that's black or Hispanic or Asian would know more about that than somebody that is white. Exactly. And like I said, with the digital age, there's so many reasons, you know, places that people can just fit in. It doesn't have to be you don't have to be a certain mold, because I remember like there was always this thing like if you were, quote unquote, smart, you were square Mm -hmm. or you're a nerd or something like that. And it's just like so I think a lot of times some people like probably sold themselves short because they wanted to fit this mold (laughs) to fit in with their friends. Yep. Is it the Macbeth movie? I don't know, man. I don't know. I was trying to find it. But yeah, I remember that little clip you were talking about. It's called even like uh, the smell of a hot comb. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exactly it, man. But like I said, somebody else had, like, somebody could have done a good job. But like I said, culture, you can definitely, there's stuff you can relate to that other people can't relate to. Like, there's stuff that I can't relate to to him being Indian. Yeah. You know? So. Like even like his like he's always talking about how like they grow up and they live with their families. To me, that's weird as fuck. Yeah, but it's just weird. It helps you. I mean, we do live in America though, but (laughs) it helps you like save money. mm -hmm. You know, like they are able to start out on a better foot than most young people because most young people are like, I want to get the fuck out of my parents' house, and then you're broke. You don't have any furniture. I remember my first part; I had no furniture for like a whole year. (laughs) We were like sitting on the floor. I had a, I didn't even have a bed frame. Like I'd be the meme. Like <laughs> oh, no, I, somewhere. I had a mattress and a box spring and a chair and a TV in my room, and I was <laughs> set, man. But you know, if I would have been a little bit more established, I could have had furniture and yeah. all this other stuff. And I've seen even seen like like those that particular meme I'm talking about. Like that's still a win for some people, but. So I think it would be a lot easier if people started from the same playing field. And we don't always start the no. same playing field. Mm-mm. Well, about living with your family till you know, you get you till you leave the house at an old, older age. 
I don't even. I mean, that money thing is one of the things, but I think it's it's not just that. It's you don't leave your house like in India. Um, people live together. Like the family lives together. Your wife lives with you. So your husband, wife, your parents, and then her parents all come if they want to come live too. Like everybody lives in the same house, and then like your kids, like it's like it's like thirteen of them sometimes in a house. Uh, like, you that. know, you know, and it's a lot of people. I know. Exactly but like, what you're talking about because uh, my neighbors they actually just moved this week. They Indian, so like it's just what you explain. And you know, that's how it, they live there. There in India, that's how they, that's all they know. So then when. They come here, like you know, my mom tells him all the like she when she sees my mom or whatever. Oh yeah, my my son he needs to come back to my house with this, you know. <laughs> I don't know why he doesn't want to come back and this and but like hey, like he said, I live in America. It's weird for a forty two year old man to still live at home <laughs> here in America, right? It's, but you know, Especially if you're trying to have sex with a woman. That'd be yeah, kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. Your parents' room is right next to your room. Literally, my, my bedroom is here, and my parents' is right there, okay? And, like... You did good, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sam would, Sam would, like... Damn, Sam would, like... Oh, man. My son. My son, you know? But, like, it's it's, it's just... Like what we're saying, it's just culturally different to do that here. But now there... Now, we... When I lived in Westminster Apartments in Germantown... Me and my friends from the apartment complex, we used to wash cars, get people's mail, you know, whatever we could to make money, right? Mm-hmm. And then, but the kids growing up now that are Indian, dude, they don't do shit. <laughs> they just, they don't, they go to school, that's it. They don't, they don't want to get a job. They don't want to do anything, you know, because they, they're, they're, their parents are catering to them that mm-hmm. way. I don't know. It's just not. It's not good. We live in America, man. Like said, we don't. You know, that's the American way. That's um, the average person. They don't cut their own grass. Now, yeah. when we grew up, you get out there and get that lawnmower. Like, boy, you better go cut that grass. Not joke. Pay. Like, let me pay him to cut my grass. That's what we were talking about earlier. Like, can you imagine having to cut? <laughs> like, we have a long guy that my parents. We've known him for like thirty years, right? He cuts my our grass year, uh, my parents' grass, and my brother's grass. One once every two or three weeks, something like that. And like, can you imagine being out there on your day off from your regular cutting grass job to come do these, you know? And sometimes he's like, Hey, Maya, I'm not going to come. I'm really tired from my work week. And he said, that's that's fine. You know, that's fine. No big deal. But now with the heat, she's like, he's like, I need to come. I need to come. She's like, no, you you can still get some money. Just don't come. It's too hot. I don't want you to pass out out there and don't worry about it. You know, you just, just take the money. Don't worry about it. But, like, it's just too fucking hot to be out there doing that shit, man. Look, yeah, grass cutting is therapy. I, I still cut my own grass, so it's therapy for me. So I'm like, okay. When I'm pushing the, pushing the grass, I'm thinking about I, I even use a push lawnmower. <laughs> I'm like, why don't you get a round lawnmower? Like, just push one. I, I can think more. <laughs> <laughs> it's your me time. Yeah, it, yeah it, exactly. It, 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 okay, the kid's acting crazy. Your wife might be saying something. Let me go get this push lawnmower. It's hot out here, but I'm pushing the lawnmower and I can think. Yeah. I'm clear my head for the, for right now. Sweat out the impurities. You can die, man, like I said, it's. I saw this meme today. It was like, I think it's like, a, I can't remember. It's like a Chili's type page or something. I can't remember what the page is called, but there was like, it's like a dad meme and it's like, it's not hot, it's the humidity. 
But I, it's definitely true, man, because I've been places where it's hot without the humidity, and humidity definitely makes yeah. a big fucking difference. Oh, man. yeah. Like, uh, you can't fucking breathe sometimes here. Arizona. That's the only thing I dislike about Memphis is the, the summertime. Arizona, well, we get, California. Yeah. Like, we're getting hit hard this summer. But, like, last summer, I don't remember, remember being like this for this long. Or well, it was still kind of like pandemic. We didn't really go anywhere. Oh, uh, that's true. So 2020 and 2021 were probably the best times to be in, in America, at least, or anywhere in the country. Or the world because people were inside. And it just tells you that we are fucking some stuff up. Yeah. You know, like even animals were going back out into certain areas when people were locked up. Because mm-hmm. like even like if you look at when Katrina happened down in uh, the was the ninth ward down there. Yeah. Uh, the earth starts taking over the buildings. Uh-huh. Like if we stop living, like if you look at a building, once people don't live there, forage uh, starts Crawling up it again. Like Chernobyl know? and stuff. Yeah. So man definitely does mess up a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. Do you think that, like, the wild animals and the man can live together? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. We had a discussion about the stick, man. I'm telling you, I, I think the stick I'm is... I'm going to buy you a ticket, and I want you to go to Africa, and I want We're gonna you to... are going to post it on your page. And, and I want you to jump out. Like, you can... The the safari tours, you can just jump out. Like literally, the lions are where this thing, this board is at to us. <laughs> and you on a truck? Yeah, you can. Just, I'm gonna tell you to get out and then see if your little stick protects you from them. <laughs> what do I get? Death. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is gonna happen, man? I'm telling. We, you know how long it took for them to domesticate dogs? I'm gonna get a, a sangate. I'm not a sangate, but like a it's like those safari people, guide on here. There's a there's a Eddie Murphy was on. Um, Comedians in Cars and Coffee. It's uh, Jerry Seinfeld's TV thing or his little web series. And Eddie Murphy used to hang out with uh, Michael Jackson a lot back in the day. <laughs> and he was like uh, talking about how like Michael Jackson had bubbles. Yeah. And then Bubbles was like in a cage and uh, Michael Jackson's like, Eddie, don't go back there. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, the monkey, I mean, the chimpanzee used to be on Michael Jackson all the time. But it's still a wild animal. It's just like that one that that lady had in her house that ripped the, her friend's face, face off. Yeah. You know, like I said, it's still a wild animal, man. Like even a dog. Like if like if you look at a cat or a dog, I think if you died, they're probably gonna eat you. Yeah, if you're there long enough and they're hungry enough. Never forget about the elephant that oh, fucking that killed the lady and then stomp killed. I mean, went and killed her again at her funeral. <laughs> and that's bad because. They say elephants like have funerals for their family and stuff like that. When I was in Tanzania, we stayed at this uh, this one hotel where they have like a water pit where there's families of elephants that will come up and drink water like it's right in front of this pool. And so I was talking to one of the guys and he's like, oh, it's different families, but they all wait for each other. They're like super polite. <laughs> like they'll wait for one family to get done drinking before the other one will come up and drink. So they, I saw this meme. It's like, what did that lady do to that fucking elephant? I'm telling you, because man. She did some, like, it's that whole thing. Elephants never forget. So I, my birthday was like last Saturday, no, last <laughs> Friday. So I made a post and I was like, thank you. Anybody that uh, said uh, happy birthday or came out and celebrated me on my birthday or whatever. And if you didn't, I'm going to channel the ele- that elephant that stomped on that lady's grave. <laughs> but I mean, that's so, f- she not only did it fucking kill her, it came back and stomped on her shit. Yeah, it's crazy. 
Yeah, I'm just trying to, man, this guy, we got to get that story. But no, that's you with your stick, though, man. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what, you're like like Mike Tyson where he thought he could fight a gorilla. (laughs) Mike Tyson. Hey, Mike Tyson's a good dude now. He's definitely a changed man now. But, man, that guy was wild, man. I wonder if, how much he's going to end up having to pay that guy he beat up on the plane. He shouldn't have to pay him that. Well, I don't, you know, that's the thing. He didn't get charged, right? So there was no charges filed by that prosecutor in that department or whatever. And more than likely, since he didn't get charged, I don't think there'll be like a, I mean, the guy's probably going to try to sue him, no doubt. You know that. But, you know, since there's no like charges, he's probably not going to pay shit. You know how drunk or crazy you got to be to be just messing with Mike Tyson. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) I saw it, it was like, yeah, it was 50 like, Cent he was talking about. Somebody was making fun of Mike Tyson. He's like, he's still Mike Tyson. Yeah, he's still going to work. <laughs> uh, I saw that uh, Jake Paul says he could beat Mike Tyson. And I'm like, he's even at 50-something years old, uh, man. He can knock you out. Dude. Well, I see those videos of him. Like, they post every now and then online of him, like, working out and yeah, stuff. Like, in, in, in the gym, you know, like, in the boxing gym. Like, you may have beat him when he was, like, bigger. Yeah. You know, well, you're not going to beat him now. And even like with modern science, because I'm sure he's on all kinds of stuff, <laughs> like definitely TRT. You know, there's stuff that's making him keep younger. So, yeah, I don't I don't see uh, that happening. But do you think we'll see the fight, though? <laughs> I think the it's money- the right amount of money. Yeah. But he's got a he's got to fight like a legitimate boxer, because I know he's supposed to fight Tyson Fury's brother, Tommy Fury. But I think that got postponed because Tommy Fury can't get into the country or something. Oh, okay. So now he's fighting some other no-name guy. I saw but I think the guy. I think the guy is a boxer. But I'm pretty, you know, it's just like boxing in general. They always stack them against people that they know they can beat. Yeah. Until they get to somebody like, because I saw like Canelo just recently fought a guy up a weight class. But, I mean, that's still impressive to go up a weight class and yeah. fight somebody. But yeah, um, like most it's because compared to UFC, like UFC, they generally put you against people that are kind of on yeah. the same path, like either one or two. Boxing seems like completely different. Like they say, you fight a bunch of cans, just like <laughs> pad your record. Do you think that the guys is going to take a dive that he's fighting? I don't know if he'll take a dive, but uh, I'm sure they're putting him against somebody that they think he, he can, can beat. beat. I mean, it's like he's a oh, so that's cow. how they ske- that's how they schedule him. I'm not scared to match him. Well, I mean, he's. I think he's a promoter of his own events, right? Because uh-huh. I think Floyd does that too. But yeah. it's just like you want to keep the train going. I mean, obviously, people are going to pay to see you lose, mm-hmm. especially him, man. Like he's a polarizing person. Like he's going to say stuff to try to get under people's skin. Um, he's like talking about like his brother beat Floyd. Come on, man, your brother didn't <laughs> beat Floyd. Uh, you're beating guys that are UFC fighters. Like if you were in the UFC fighting those guys, those guys would wipe the floor with yeah. you. Yeah. So it's like it's definitely it's definitely about media promotion um, and just seeing how long you can ride it out. Because, like I said, if I was him and I'm making 40 million dollars a year fighting some guy that hasn't been boxing, I'm definitely going to take that rope. And some guy has been boxing since he was like yeah. six. Yeah. Well, um, Floyd Mayweather offered Connor a re- like a rematch. And I think the money that Connor is getting paid. When they finalize, I'll have to find it. But I think it was like two hundred and fifty million to do the fight again. That's just his take home. Yeah. And now you have to think how much Ford's going to be making if he's going to pay him that much to take the fight again. Uh, you know, it. Floyd owns everything. He's probably going to get like the, the venue, 
the all the seating money, like all the parking money, all the concessions. You know, like when they do a five with certain people, I'm just I'm, like with his team especially. How much is the venue actually gonna make, or the like the people that own the place? You know, mm-hmm. like not probably not shit. But then the hotel, if it's like a casino, then the yeah. hotel is gonna make everything right because yeah. the casino will make all of it. And, mm-hmm. When is that fight supposed to? Happen? I didn't even hear about that. I don't know. I uh, saw it like last week. He's 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 offered it to him. It's probably the most money he's made since like probably Pacquiao. Exactly. But like, but, but like Connor, Connor gets fucked because UFC owns his contract. Yeah. So Dana White is going to get a big portion of that because yeah. allegedly he made a hundred million, but there's no way that Dana didn't take a big chunk of it. Oh, you don't want the first fight, right? Yeah. I mean, so how does that work? That okay, yeah, you can take the fight, but you have to pay the UFC X amount, and then Dana White gets part of that because he owns yeah. part of the UFC. Yeah, he owns his contract. So it's just like when GSP wanted to fight. I can't remember who GSP wanted to box somebody, and even Anderson he wanted to box somebody. And Dana was like, no. But Connor was such a huge star. There was, it just kind of lined up. Yeah. But uh, I don't know, man. I don't see Connor beating Floyd. No. Like Connor, Floyd played with him. Yeah. Like he he let that fight happen as long as he wants. Because <laughs> it went, what, eight rounds or something like that? It was eight or nine. I yeah. Believe. I was like, come on, Floyd. Just knock this motherfucker out. Like you're so <laughs> much faster than him. Like now, granted, Floyd is older now, but I just think the muscle memory and all the training you, I mean, he's been, his dad was a boxer. His yeah. uncle was a boxer. He's still getting up. Like he still boxing. Yeah. yeah. I'm saying like his regimen is the same as let's say 10, 15 years ago. Like, you know, and even like constantly doing it. There are people are like, uh, Logan shouldn't have landed the punch on any man. That's Logan's like probably like six to yeah. 200 something pounds. I mean, if you're close enough, you're going to hit that man in front of you. And like I said, Logan couldn't even take out a smaller man. (laughs) And he got rocked by Floyd, who was a lot smaller than he is. I don't know. He's an impressive guy, man. Like, even I saw a video. I know there's always a flashy shit, like, about him. But I saw a video he posted about, like, there was, or somebody did an interview. And there was some kid that had cancer that he was talking to. And he was talking about how, like, precious life is. And how, like, he took the kid to, like, GameStop and was, like, just buy whatever you want. And so he, like, thinks about this kid now. But it's just true. It's just, like, he can have all the money in the world. Anybody can have all the money in the world. Look, take take uh, Steve Jobs, for example. Had all the money in the world. Cancer comes in and wipes him out. Yeah. So it's, like, you know, you have to go back to, like you said earlier, about we're all human. And we're just all basically just trying to get through this path through life. Yeah. I was saying, what you saying that my mom ended up dying from cancer. Man, like you said, you can do all everything right. She had like, she, they were set for retirement, everything, like plenty of money. But um, like I said, cancer came. Like, man, you got to live. Yeah, you know what I'm saying you, you 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 can think for the future, but you got to live in the present. Yeah, because uh, like I said, you can do everything right. You can you can get up every day. You can be a good person. But then there's something that's lurking in the shadows that takes you out. Yep. So, but like I said, it still doesn't that to be a good person is probably the best thing you can do, and you're going to leave a good legacy with people that are here because they're not going to be like, "Oh, that piece of shit died." <laughs> you know, they're going to be like, "Oh, that was a good person." Yeah. So, like I said, you know, like you, you can do everything perfect. Like we don't know what's going to happen between here and then. Like, yeah. We always ask people. 
what mark do you see yourself leaving on the world? So what do you, what do you, as far as like, but your page or just you as a person, what do you want to do? Man, I'm just trying to be a, like I said, a good person. I'm not, I'm trying to help you more than I'm going to hurt you. So mm. it, it ain't, it ain't even, it ain't even a mark I'm trying to leave. I just want people around me to be like, man, we miss dude. Cause he used to be just a real good dude. He, he wasn't trying to get over on us. He wanted us all to smile and be happy. It ain't, yeah. it ain't yeah. a, it ain't a, it's all about me thing. And that, that like people ask about the page, like the page. I say, you see, you don't really never see me on the page, but every now and then, I like the page about the city. It's about doing something positive. It ain't about me. I said, mm-hmm. that's how the page grew. I said, if I made it about me, the page wouldn't have grew. Yeah. That's so true. And like I said, you're, every single post you make is going to brighten one to 60,000 people plus this day. Because like I said, there may be somebody going through something and they see something you post that is either positive or funny. That's going to either make them laugh or make them smile. Mm-hmm. And so that's a beautiful thing, man. Like instead of just posting shit to like incite people and, and mm. divide us, you know, to post something that is going to make people want to do better or just brighten their day is, is one of the best gifts. Yeah. If you use social media, it can, it can work out right, but people use it, use it for the wrong thing. So yeah, you end up with it. But, ah, social media bad. No, nah, it's not. Well, it's like what you follow, too. It's like you can curate your feed. You can curate who you hang out with. Like if you're going to hang around a bunch of negative people or follow a bunch of negative stuff, the algorithm is going to keep feeding you that. If you start watching stuff that positive, you're going to start seeing more of that stuff in your feed. Mm -hmm. And you can choose who you listen to and watch. Like I saw this thing one time. It's like diet, not just what you eat. It's what you consume. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of people take that into consideration. And social media is so new. I don't know if a lot of us are able to grasp how to handle all that kind of information. Mm-hmm. So I think, like you said, if you can post something that's funny or good, I think that's just, especially in these times, man, we we definitely need a bright spot. Because like I, I, social media should be like a release. It yeah. shouldn't be something that gets you upset. Yeah. Like, I just see all these people, like, especially, like, when Trump got elected, people were just arguing and <laughs> fighting, and people were crying and feel like it was the worst thing that ever happened to them. <laughs> and it's just, like, you still have to do everything you have to do in your daily life. You can choose to not be a part of the problem. Well, you know, people people like, ah, Trump, he changed your life. I was like, I said, I I've been alive for forty three years. I don't think it's a president that changed my life. No, yeah, exactly. I'm like your your life. I said, you know, you live and do what you're gonna do in your environment every day. Uh, Joe Biden, Donald Trump, they don't change nothing. That's gonna happen right here in in, in my area just yeah. immediately. Yeah, I think like I, there was a song. It was a, uh, I think it was called like, "Don't Vote." Something like that. It was a song basically telling people that the president is not the one that makes everything happen. It's the other yeah. branches of the government that have. And so that's why most people, when they vote, they only vote for the presidential election. They're not voting for the local <laughs> stuff, which we're having right now yeah, with all the judges and here. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I think I think it's just that's the thing I think with social media, it could be more of a tool. Like we have we had a thing on the other day and they were talking about how great the pyramids were. 
And I'm like, that's cool and all, but we have this equipment that we can see anything in the world and people choose to, to watch negative stuff. Yes. You know, that to me, a phone or, or air conditioning is way more beautiful to me than the pyramids. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, when you said that last, I was, that was, was Coop, right? Yeah. I was like, damn, I never thought about it like that. Pyramids ain't shit. I mean, this air cool. conditioning is much better. It's <laughs> cool. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I've, but modern technology is amazing. Like when people are like, I don't see how they did it. Well, 50 years ago, if you were to show somebody a cell phone, They'd be like, well, what is this witchcraft you're looking at? Man? <laughs> like, we have black and white TV. Well, yeah. yeah, probably like, let's say 60, 70 years ago, black and white TVs or whatever, or radio. And now we have this kind of equipment. We have stuff that we're literally walking around with a computer in our pocket. Yeah. Remember when your teacher said you won't have a calculator with you forever? Well, they were wrong because you have your phone calculator, <laughs> right? No, it's like, it, it's just the technology is, is so advanced now, but they still can't reverse engineer the pyramids to figure out how they were able to make them. Yeah. I watched, uh, I watched like, you know, how TikTok does a little, did you know, little things on TikTok, you know, mm-hmm. and it was like a four part thing. So I watched them all. They still can't explain how they were able to get the angles and how they were able to get the 60 ton fucking bricks way or whatever they called way up there and stuff. You can't explain it. Uh, and I have an explanation. It's the aliens. Well, they didn't, they probably had, Far more things that dis- that didn't distract them. They probably could think a little better. <laughs> I was saying, hey, you, you ain't got nothing to do but uh, build this building all day. And they had slaves, <laughs> and that too <laughs> that makes it a little bit easier, man. So, when you got free labor, you can get a lot done. So, I'm like, okay, yeah. But like I said, I, I think the pyramids are cool, but I'm not impressed, man. Like, I'm gonna see them. Like I said, I just you can go on your phone. <laughs> well, what's that? What's that city? What's well, it's not a city, but it's like a temple, or it's like, like it, it's carved into the mountain, Parth or Petra. Oh, or I know, yeah, Petra. Yeah. And like it's like beautiful, like there's a st- mountain, and then it's just like little, yeah, like uh, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I like, want to see that. That'd be cool to see where that's. At. I mean, we have cool shit here, like in America. Like if yeah. you go look yeah. at look at uh um Mount Rushmore, yeah, like they did that with dynamite. Like, they literally built those things with blowing them up. So, I mean, if somebody was like, oh, how'd they do that? Well, you know, we'd have video footage of them doing that. So, I don't know. Maybe the pyramids are not. I think we. I don't think aliens did it. No, nah, I, I, I don't believe. Like, why would they come down? They're like, we're just going to build some pyramids. And then never come back. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like oh, our work is done. But did y'all see the thing? in? it's in Georgia. I didn't even know it was there. So apparently they had like a monument in Georgia somewhere that <clears throat> that had like different um, different languages written on it on all different sides and different beliefs and how to redo stuff. And it was written in like 10 languages. It got something happened. It, it was like an explosion somewhere and it, half of it broke. Uh-oh. So like that was a monument that I didn't even know existed, and it was okay. some really cool things of how to like redo civilization if something happened, oh, like how okay. to restart, like that seed factory they have somewhere, or it's not a factory, but it's like it's a bunker where they have every seed in the world. It oh, okay. into it's in it's built into the ground, so if something does happen, that they can restart. <laughs> uh, like people will be able to restart. Yeah. And I wonder if like aliens are like what that thing is, like that, that ass? skull. No, the oh. skull, man. Like I, uh, that's what. 
That's what I thought that was. It is an alien skull. That's what Mark got me. And that's what I'm saying. Like, how do we know that it's not? But like I said, I think like if you look at stuff in the ocean, that's more alien-like than a little grays or the tall whites or whatever they want to call. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the like the octopus. That's definitely an alien. <laughs> I mean, they can like shape shift, change colors. Yeah, uh, they can go inside and outside water. Like, there's a documentary on Netflix. It's like my octopus friend. Oh, this guy goes down for like a year. And he spends time with this octopus and like he watches how it like changes colors or how it like brings like shells around it to protect itself from sharks and everything like that. But I don't know. I think I think people as humans, they we always assume there's going to be a villain. So they think <laughs> that like an alien is going to be something bad. Like I said, I think it would be kind of ignorant to think that we're the only living beings in the world. Yeah. But it's like you said, remember a couple of episodes ago? When the aliens come down, if they are bad, it's aliens versus the humans, not aliens versus the black people or the white people or the Hispanic people. It's going to be. Well, like I said, that's human nature to think that way. Yeah. But like I said, I, this is what I say. I think that a lot of times we as people are so divisive and so one side or the other. If something outside force came, we would try to band together, I would assume. Yeah. Because just like when 9-11 happened, everybody was like, oh, there's a common enemy, whatever. But, you know. Usually it takes some tragedy before everybody here comes together or other parts of the world come together, which shouldn't be the thing. But this is the thing, too. I was thinking also about, like, how people think we're the only thing here. I'm sure at one time the first person that left their home to come to another country probably thought that there was nothing over or other people weren't where they were at. And then they got there and they're like. Like the nomads? Like when they used to spread Well, like, say, like, world? Christopher Columbus or something. Oh, you yeah. Know, like, they go and then they find that there's other people living. Yeah. So it's just the same thing. Like in, in other galaxies or other planets or whatever, there's possibly other other beings. Like they always say, like, we could be having this conversation somewhere else in another multiverse yeah. or, you know, another realm. Have you ever seen the um, the Carl Sagan post about Pale Blue Dot? Mm-mm. Let me see if I can find a plate for you. I love this thing, man. But it's just like... It just breaks down like how humans always have been and probably always will be. Let's see. Uh, we have limited thought. We don't think outside the box. Dude, man. It's, <laughs> some people are just so close minded to so other thing than what's normal to them. It's kind of long, but I'll play it. From this distant vantage point, the Earth might not seem of any particular interest. But for us, it's different. Consider again that dot. That's here. That's home. That's us. On it, everyone you love, everyone you know, everyone you ever heard of, every human being who ever was, lived out their lives. The aggregate of our joy and suffering, thousands of confident religions, ideologies, and economic doctrines, Every hunter and forager, every hero and coward, every creator and destroyer of civilization, every king and peasant, every young couple in love, every mother and father, hopeful child, inventor and explorer, every teacher of morals, every corrupt politician, every superstar, every supreme leader, every saint and sinner in the history of our species lived there. 
on the mote of dust suspended in a sunbeam. The earth is a very small stage in a vast cosmic arena. Think of the rivers of blood spilled by all those generals and emperors so that in glory and triumph they could become the momentary masters of a fraction of a dot. Think of the endless cruelties visited by the inhabitants of one corner of this pixel on the scarcely distinguishable inhabitants of some other corner. How frequent their misunderstandings. How eager they are to kill one another. How fervent their hatreds. Our posturings, our imagined self-importance, the delusion that we have some privileged position in the universe are challenged by this point of pale light. Our planet is a lonely speck in the great enveloping cosmic dark. In our obscurity, in all this vastness, there is no hint that help will come from elsewhere to save us from ourselves. The Earth is the only world known so far to harbor life. There is nowhere else, at least in the near future, to which our species could migrate. Visit? Yes. Settle? Not yet. Like it or not, for the moment, the Earth is where we make our stand. It has been said that astronomy is a humbling and character-building experience. There is perhaps no better demonstration of the folly of human conceits than this distant image of our tiny world. To me, it underscores our responsibility to deal more kindly with one another and to preserve and cherish the pale blue dot. Yeah, it's just like, you know, if you think about it like that, you know, we're so small mm-hmm. and it's just like, why do we have to, you know, fight and destroy each other? Like I said, we're not here very long, but like it's been time and time and time. Like you just said, like it's been every ruler, every person that thinks they're going to like Genghis Khan, Hitler, you know, they all want to be the, 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 the top guy or the mm-hmm. top person. And it's just like, you know, take the, take a beat. Realize it. Be kind. Do good things for other people. Leave a good leave a good memories for other, that are left behind. Because I mean, that's all we have at the end of the day. You can't take your possessions with you, as far as we no. know. No. You know. So, but like I said, I think it is ignorant to think that we're the only thing out there. You know, there there's possibly other. I mean, because if we're here, why would there not be other? Yeah. Other things. I don't know. <laughs> well, I definitely think other things are out there. I know that. I just don't think they built the pyramids. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I'll, maybe you can convince me that. One day. I mean, maybe I'll convince you that you need more than a stick to take out a lion. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I don't want to take up too much of your time, man. Um, what, uh, so do you do, you said you sell clothes too. Mm-hmm. See, I think, man, like merch is one of the best things. Like that's like a, cash cow man if you get like something that pops off like um remember i saw this one clothing line here in town which come to find out they didn't even make their stuff here they like i done somewhere in florida (laughs) 
but it was like uh, different. It would be different labels. So it was like one of the shirts I have looks like a Miller a Marlboro, but it's a Memphis shirt. And then there's another one I think I have. It's like a Miller Light, but it says Memphis on it. But um, so what are some of your designs that you have out now? Uh, you know, we do that that MTN logo, uh, like the MTV logo. Yeah, everybody loves it. So I'm going to put that back out this summer. Because everybody was like, hey, what is the MTN logo? So we did it with the Grizzlies, mm-hmm. like during the playoffs. So I started pushing the Grizzlies one along with the Memphis Tiger one. Um, like I got the shirts with the neighborhoods on it, mm. with the definition of other neighborhoods or whatever. Okay. And um, like I said, I got plenty of stuff I just hadn't put out. And uh, we do use people from Memphis to <laughs> The printout shirts and whatever. Yeah, I mean, like, when I saw that the thing didn't come from here, I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, there's plenty of shops around town. Like, we had to make it, you know? We had a, a, do you know Valet Kicks? Yeah. We had Keith on here, and like, he was telling us about, like, there's a lot of people like print stuff late night. Like, there's a lot of shops, like, you know, that that can be done. And there's another, uh, another kid, man. I I assume he's a young guy, that uh, sneaker bar place. Yeah. That guy's doing some good oh, shit here. Is that the one in Atlanta that does like the, the redoes the sneakers for people? Like no, he's like over off Madison, yeah, Midtown. Oh, what's the thing in Atlanta called? I don't know. I mean, you told me to send a message to him. But he, man, dude, he blowing. He getting real big. Yeah, because I, mean, I remember I was like, I remember posting a while back. I was like, is there anybody that here that does like restoration of sneakers? And somebody's like, no, I don't know. And then this one guy we know it posted his video, and I was like, man, that guy's doing some impressive stuff. Yeah. Man. So what like, is look brand new? Yeah, it looked like it's okay. Just, so he takes like an old pair, of, like we're worn Jordans, and he makes them brand new looking again. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah, but yeah, it's so like a car detailer, but for shoes. I Is that kind of like what he does? Yeah, just look up Sneaker just Bar on Instagram. He's got a lot of. He's, I mean, like he, I saw one time he had like so many different orders. Yeah, he going around the country. I just seen he just had bought a RV or something the other day. Oh, really? Yeah, he's doing some good stuff. But like I said, that's the thing, man. I think more people need to highlight the good stuff that people are doing. I actually highlighted them like maybe two weeks ago because the news had put did a uh, oh really thing on him. Yeah, yeah, his work is impressive, man. Because the first time I met him, I think um, was Cooper Young last year because they had a booth right beside us. So I'm like, okay, and they were like, hey, try this. I'm like, okay. I'm like, do good. Yeah. You guys gonna do Cooper Young Fest again this year? Uh, yeah, I plan on it. Did they have that last year? Yeah, they had it last year. Oh, did they really? Is yeah. it in September again? Mm-hmm. Only reason I knew it was la- they had it last year is because uh, Kelly hit me up and she wanted uh, to go. I was like, I can't recording because I thought it was a bad. <laughs> we went. It it was like raining that morning, and then like man, like man, we picked a bad day. Then it ended up turning out real nice. Mm-hmm. Do you know Colin from Ounce of Hope? Oh, um, I don't know him, but we didn't. Work with each other before. Oh, okay. Like he's another one that you probably need to link up with, man. As far as doing good stuff in the city, man, we gonna we gonna connect with everybody we can. Like uh, I always put it out, like, hey, probably put another post out, like shout out to people. Then uh, I write my list down, like, okay, need to get with these people. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I mean, I always quote this Tupac quote where he talks about like. I may not spark the brain of the person that changed the world, but I guarantee I may not not I may not change the world, but I guarantee I'll spark the brain of the person that will change the world. And so, like you said, if you put out good content, 
positive stuff, it may spark somebody's brain to go to a different route than they probably were going to go down before. Because I know, like, I started seeing Gary V content back in, like, 2016, 2017. Mm-hmm. And, like, just how positive that guy is and, like, how he's talking about, like, hustling and doing and going, 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 being a creator. It's just kind of just, like, there's other options than the normal nine to five you can do to make yeah. a living. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes, like, he even says, like, people talk about the great resignation. He's like, what about the great there never was? Because there's going to be people now that can find outlets to make money online. Yeah. I mean, you see how many girls now, are they don't have to go work in a strip club or do stuff that can do OnlyFans and yeah. stuff like that. And they're that making now. a killing doing yeah. it, you know? Like, And I'm sure they record a bunch of content and then release it throughout, you know, yeah. whatever. But, like, I mean, they're, they're making, they're doing well. Like, we have a friend, I have a friend, she came on here, and she does, like, foot stuff. Yeah. And she, like, now she's able to travel with that, and she don't even have to get naked. <laughs> I mean, like, you you can tell how simple men are, because <laughs> they were willing to pay whatever her fee is to look at her feet. Yeah. I mean, you can go online and look at feet for free. These dudes are paying for it. More power to her, though, man. Like, I respect yeah. the hustle. But, um... Is there anything that you wanted to bring up that we didn't talk about? Uh, let's see. Uh, not really. Like I said, if, you, if you're out there and you listen to this podcast just and you want to connect with us, just holler at us, man. Regular dude, we're just trying to make the city better. That's all we try to do. Like I said, I think you're definitely brightening a lot of people's days, man, because I, I constantly see your stuff being shared. Yeah. Anytime I go to your page, I see my buddy Landon. His name is always one of the top. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, like my buy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's it's awesome. Man, I even like people that don't even live here anymore. I see them liking your stuff. Uh, yeah. I get a lot of it. Like um, when when I'm selling the merch, man, it's people from here are like, man, I don't live there no more. But um, Memphis to my heart. Like, yeah. And then, like uh, that's like when I did the. um. Uh, the loyal to the soil shirt. Yeah, like I was like, like I used to always see those Memphis versus everybody, or like um, I'm not from Tennessee, I'm from Memphis. Yeah, like that's the whole thing. Like Nashville is obviously our capital, or whatever, and they're definitely blowing up as far as like tourism yeah. and stuff like that. But just, there's no real connection there. Well, every time I go to Nashville, I couldn't see myself living there. It just to me just seems so fake. Look at you said the same thing I said when uh. Well, we flew out of Nashville when I went to Paris. Yeah. I told my wife, I said, man, well, I can't live here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I said, it's a beautiful place. I think it's overpriced. But um, I just think everybody there is a transplant. There's nobody that's actually from Nashville that yeah. I personally know. Because I remember going to Nashville like in 2006 and earlier on, and it's nothing like it is now. Nah, it's, yeah, it's, man, it's changed a whole lot. Basically, it's L.A. Yeah. L.A. of the South. More power to them, you know, like I said. But I think Memphis Memphis just needs to clean up some of our 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 uh, side of the street. And then, you know, we'll have, like I said, like pages like yours and other pages like the food drink culture highlighting good places that people can go other than their normal stuff to do. And then maybe people from somewhere else will be like, oh, shit, man, let me go to Memphis. Memphis yeah. is more than Elvis. Yeah. You know, because like when I was – uh when I was in Africa, they were like, I had an L.A. hat on. Like, not this one, but I had another one on. They're like, oh, you're from L.A., especially the way I sound. And I'm like, nah, you'll never guess where I'm from. <laughs> and then they're like, uh, 
They're like, where? And I was like, Memphis. And they're like, oh, Justin Timberlake. No, bitch, there's more. (laughs) (laughs) At least I didn't say Elvis, right? (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, even like, uh, even here, how like, Triple Six Mafia has influenced so many people. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I mean, that's just a thing, man. Like, like, look at Drake. Since you said it, uh, man, DJ Paul and them always. Always like it and sharing your stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I see that. Yeah. I'm like, uh. I end up, end up meeting them uh, when the Grizz were in the playoffs. So oh, that's cool. So I uh, went went down to the Western and met him and Gangsta Boo. So they were cool. Like, like man, we love your page. I watched it every day. Like, man. dude, that's that's like, awesome, that's man. Feeling, man. Yeah, but yeah, like I said, it's like I said, the whole Drake song. Like everybody's talking about how like his album's trash or whatever, which is you know they're not. It's not his normal type of music. He, did. he went different this time. But uh, that Jimmy Cook song, yeah. What is it sampled with? It's the fucking triple six mile. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the one that's blowing up, man. Like it's yeah. all over social media. And even like his uh wasn't the one of his other big songs, The Look Alive, that uh-huh. he did with uh somebody uh, else. Blackboard JB. Yeah. You know, so it's just like Memphis has definitely filtered into pop culture. Oh yeah. I would say um I was tripping uh I posted the what uh Everybody sent from Project Pat. I'm like, oh yeah, like uh, it wasn't Meg The Stallion has a song of, of his. Man, it's a lot of people use used all a lot of his music. Like man, like they don't give Memphis the credit they they need. Yeah. Well, it's, it's finally coming with yeah, Glorilla and all them. So yeah, that's a yeah Memphis. Like I said, it definitely has a has a a soul or like they the 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 grind. You know, the grind city or whatever you want to go. Let me ask you this. What did you think about uh, Mem This? <laughs> did you get that slogan? I, not really, but I, I was like, I don't know who came up with that. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> well, you know, like usually, like, I, usually, like when my friends that go to the Grizzly playoff games, they, they get the towels and stuff like that. And my one party goes, "Hey, do you want a towel this year?" Because I'm like, "No, not this year. I'm good." I thought they misspelled Memphis, man. I was like, <laughs> "What? What is this?" But uh, then, like, the, like the whoop that trick was that was the, the best one. Yeah. Cause it made the most sense. Like even you had like uh, Draymond and fucking yeah. uh, Steph Curry, Steph Curry, like jamming to the fucking song, man. Because I sent that, I sent a meme to somebody. What did I think I sent it? I sent it today. <laughs> I said I told somebody I was like I think the I think the department the creative department just quit all quit on the same day so that put something together, man. Look, I, t- I told I think I made a post. I'm like. Really, just partner with me. I got you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, this uh, somebody said a wise Memphian once said, "If you look around the room and you're not whooping the trick, you are the trick." <laughs> and I said to somebody, "They're like, well, they're not from here." They're like, "What does that mean?" And I was like, <laughs> and I sent the video, and they're like, "I was eight when that movie came." I was like, "Bitch, I knew who Fred Astaire was." Like, yeah, <laughs> you know. And, oh, what's your advice for people? Man, stay happy. Stay out the way and just, uh, man, live life. Have fun, man. Be yourself. Yeah, I like that, man. I'm like, man, you don't be yourself. You're being a clone of somebody else. Yeah. Like I said, I think if people took time to realize how short the time we're here is, they would try to do more. <laughs> I promise they would. You know, like they always say, if you spend time with older people or people that are dying, like kids that like St. Jude, and I think then you would realize that when 
like we're all having this conversation without thinking about breathing. You know, there's somebody that's gasping for their last breath that would kill to be in our position right now. If you hadn't been to St. Jude or something, you should go. Yeah. Because I, I remember just doing some stuff with jobs and you go like, man, these kids got stage two or three cancer and they just smiling like, yeah, let's, let's go. <laughs> like, and that's another thing, too, that's good about Memphis, like that we have is St. Jude. Yeah. You know, like even like, I saw a commercial like during the whole Ukraine Russia thing that they're still bringing people over here to help because they're like, we don't want kids dying because there's a war. Yeah. And there's families that don't have to pay for anything. Like, I, I know there's something that somebody posted, like, if you're outside a certain area or, like, there's a lot of cancers, I think, that are easily cured that they don't take care of anymore. They're more like the, the very rare ones. But um, for a family to be flown out, taken care of, their, you know, all the expenses covered, they don't have to be in debt. You know, that's just, it's beautiful, man. Yeah. I mean, think about it. If you're son or daughter is getting treated at St. Jude for whatever whatever cancer they have, if you have to pay that medical bill, can you imagine how you're going to be paying it the rest of your life? Yeah. I mean, it's going to be just going to the freaking doctor here is, you know, like your, your little triage thing was what, 250 bucks? So we were moving the hot tub <laughs> and the hot tub fell because my buddy was weak and he dropped his <laughs> in. And so Dude, my, I wasn't there. Yeah. So my end he would have been the weak one. If he <laughs> but like, it pulled the weight, pulled me down, and so my top, the top of the bottom of my chin hit the top of the hot tub, and I was like, "Fuck, my jaw hurts." And then I went inside and I saw the gash was like a big gash. And his brother was at the hospital because his brother's his brother's a doctor for St. Jude actually, a researcher at St. Jude. And I went in to the same hospital they were at because his brother had broke his leg in a motorcycle accident. And I went just to, to the little triage. So they took my blood pressure, and I think they weighed me. And then I ended up going up to Sarah's to see his brother. And his brother's friend was a doctor, and he looked at it. He said, oh, that's fine. Just go get some, like, glue, and they'll glue it on it or whatever, at, like Walgreens. And so I go back downstairs, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to leave. And they're like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, okay, fine, and, you know. So I ended up getting, like, a stitch person to end up cutting because it was a pretty bad cut. But, like. I got a bill for like $190. I'm like, bitch, you didn't do anything. All you fucking did was take my blood pressure and weigh me. I could have done that at Kroger. Yeah. And so I wasn't going to pay it. And then it went on my credit. And I was like, fuck, I got to pay it, man. But like, I would just imagine what my bill would have been if they would actually stitch me up. It would at least have been a yeah. couple of thousand dollars probably. More than likely. So yeah, like going back to the St. Jude, like if somebody had, there's no way somebody can pay that off. Nah. I can say it's expensive. Uh, I posted about the 18 year old girl that got shot in the face or whatever on her 18th I saw birthday. That man, uh, I know I, I reach out to her, her people since they had hollered us. I'm like, um, how everything going? She was like, everything good, but these bills. I was like, I said, man, America crazy. Like, we got people have too many things to worry about. Yeah, hospital bills. Yeah, and uh, like, man, I'm like, this little girl just graduated school. Just trying to live, trying to celebrate her 18th birthday, get shot in the face. And, well, that's uh, the that's the thing too. They like a lot of people go, they end up getting sick and dying because they don't want to go to the hospital because they don't want to have a bill. Yeah. So her mom was saying like, like they got a um, cash app, go find me or whatever. Like, like man, I can post it and people gonna do what they gonna do. And I said I understand the hospital bill. People ain't got, you ain't, most folks ain't got extra money for nothing, but. 
the bills they have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for something like that to come up, like, okay. They say currently if you have $1,000 in your savings account, you have more money than like 60% of Americans. Yeah, it happens. And yet the majority of people live in check to check. Yeah, it was something super low like that, you know? And then he's like, damn, really? Like, you never think about stuff like that. Oh, I saw something that uh, it was Mitch McConnell. He said, I think people will go back to working once their stimulus checks run out. I'm like, bitch, you think people still have that $1,200 or whatever the fuck it was from two, two years ago, almost three yeah, years ago like, now? Like, how, how outside the. The the um the loop are you? Like they sure think that they're gone, dude. Like they're they're all like you said earlier, term limits. Like Joe yeah. Biden should be the president because he's so old. They're too old. Donald Trump should be president. He's so old. Did you see? What, you know, like oh, huh, you see what Joe Biden uh, was reading the teleprompter? Yeah. Like, God <laughs> bless, yes, man. I, I was like, that, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> somebody, 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 somebody uh, posted it. I was like, I'm not watching that. They make you know and. My buddy was like, did you see this Joe Biden fuck up? I'm like, no. He's like, watch it. And I was like, Bleh. I was like, oh, fuck. He's just too old, man. Well, it's like you wouldn't expect your grandparents to be running a business. <laughs> you know, they most people retire at 60. What is he, like almost 80? Yeah. yeah. You know, and like I said, Trump is no better. I mean, yeah, he's exactly. older, I'm too. Like, I'm like, everybody fight for uh, Joe Biden. Like, Trump, he old, too. Like, yeah. two old men. Yeah, so it's just like... Uh, I don't know. It's it's a job that I think maybe they need to revisit. If after you get past sixty, you shouldn't be president. Yeah. <laughs> well, they don't want people driving after a certain age. They're going to let somebody run the country with nuclear uh, codes. Yeah, it's like, hey, you're too old to drive, but you can come be the president. You know. Yeah, I tell people all the time, like, if you pass sixty, you're too old. To, you, you ought to want to retire, go to the beach, something. Yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't be want to. I want to run the country. Why? That's an ego thing. They wanna they wanna be like that video I played. Yeah. They wanna be the conqueror, you know? Like Joe Biden, I think he's ran at least three three times before yeah. he finally won. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. It's a people are funny, man. People are really funny. But like I said, I don't want to take up any more of your time. I appreciate you doing this. It's been fun. Oh yeah, appreciate y'all, man. Thank you, thank you. And where can everybody find you? Um you can find us on Instagram, Unapologetically Memphis, Facebook, Unapologetically Memphis. Um, we own TikTok, that is Memphis Born. And we are on Twitter. I forgot what the handle is on that, but. <laughs> I'll find everything and I'll put it in the show notes when I uh, so. upload the podcast. But, but yeah, but I everything it. everything in the link though. I got it all linked in. Oh, like, like a link tree. Oh, or link tree? The link nice. Oh, uh, those are nice, man. Those are so simple. Like it's just everything right there. Because like whenever I do like the uh, Friday or Tuesday post, I just put that in the. Because it used to be you had to have so many followers to swipe yeah. up. Now you you can be like have a, one follower and do it. Yeah. You know, so it's uh, it's nice. It's a nice feature that they let everybody have. But yeah, I appreciate it, man. Oh yeah, appreciate y'all. Like all right, I love you lots.